Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. <laughs> Episode 175 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, July 29th, 2015. My name is Dan Gorman, and if you don't learn your Roman numerals, you'll never know when certain Hollywood movies were copyrighted. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons. Pick me, pick me, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Friendly Ghost. Pick me! <laughs> My name is Greg Legros, and I'm looking for a gift for my daughter, but we're having a fight, so I really want to get her something that says, you know, like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good quotes this week. <laughs> yeah. And we have so much to talk about. Two of us went and saw a Amy Schumer film that she wrote with, uh, wrote and was directed by Judd Apatow, uh, Trainwreck. One of us stayed at home and watched Joe Dirt 2 on Crackle. I gave it's called Joe Dirt to Beautiful Loser. Beautiful Loser on Crackle. Uh, I gave Greg and Casey an album to listen to by Snoop Dogg. We will roll for movies next week. I will be recapping a 90210 Yeah episode and 90210 Yeah Relay of season three. Big, big things in this episode. You oh, want, yeah? yeah, you guys want to stay till Giants, the end. monster trucks. Yeah. Big, <laughs> Those are big, very large big things. things. <laughs> Although, by comparison, the monster trucks look like regular trucks next Monsters to the Giants. Trucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying out my Carol Channing impression. <laughs> oh, man. And tons of other stuff to talk about. But first, how you guys been? Actually, you know what? Before, hold the how you guys been. What? If you would like to contact Record us. Record scratch. <laughs> if you would like to contact, see you next Wednesday. Please email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Please go to iTunes and rate and review us. Tell all of your friends uh, about us, IRL. And you can also comment on our episodes on our discus threads on modernsuperior.com. Mm. Now. Are we done? What? How you guys that, been? Was that the end? No way. Don't we're we usually do that at the, the top end? now. Oh, really? Uh, been been for a while. Sorry, oh. I guess I wasn't at that meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get them in before they turn off before the end of the episode. Right. <laughs> I, really... I don't want to listen to this, but I'll check out more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the first five minutes of this thing. <laughs> How have you guys been? Guys, huh? I've been great. Yeah? Oh. Eh, Having a right. good week? No. Yeah. Yeah? It's yeah. fucking hot as shit out. Yes. It is hot as a... Oh, I man. Give my language. Motherfucker. I yeah. know. God damn. Yeah. Um, before we get to our usual tidbits, 
I think we should uh, do something here that we yeah. don't usually do because this doesn't happen. Right. Yeah. Uh, today. This, this shouldn't happen. Uh, today I realized and quickly mentioned to Greg and Casey that uh, I, re- I I was on our website in our in our back end on WordPress and saw some hits from something. <laughs> he was deep in our deep back in end. Deep in the back yeah. end of <laughs> See You Next Wednesday yep. and Modern Superior. And I noticed that we got hits from a website about 14. And I was like, that's weird. Where are these coming from? And I clicked on the website. It was Modern Entertainment. Entertainment.net. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's interesting. So let's click on it. <laughs> and the, the website was... <laughs> Which is like the byway version of Modern <laughs> Superior. <laughs> yeah. And so it's mod- the Bargain Heralds. Sorry. It's sorry. Bargain, the bargain, 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 bargain. The bargain shop. Yeah. Uh, clicked Podcast on it. in a sack. <laughs> <laughs> Just stapled Left at over the top. parts of other podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and upon landing on this fine establishment website, uh-huh. thought it looked a little uh, familiar. Right. Since it was an exact duplicate of our website. Yeah, with yeah. all of our shows. With, with all, all of our shows, shows and yeah. all of our original content. Yeah. yeah. But so none of our names. None it of our seems names. as yeah. though somebody is a real fuckface. <laughs> yes. And and so as near as I can tell, somebody has set up an automatic scraping uh, bot of some sort that has duplicated our website under a new URL and is just uh, automatically doing it because the new flight school went up about Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which is great. You should listen to it yeah. on our website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, it automatically went up on their website. Yeah. So I did a little sleuthing. Uh-huh. And, I, <laughs> and, and it I, turns out all of uh, the podcasts on our network have switched to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it has entertainment in the name. Yeah. It, just, it really seems to uh, meet our goals. So you <laughs> bastards. Yeah. yeah. That shithead really gets it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but I went to, you, you can look up any website's information at who.is on the internet. And, yeah. and if they haven't uh, paid the extra $5 to hide your name and stuff like we do, yeah. uh, you can get some information. Now, yeah. this information could be just made up. Yeah. But uh, there was a name and a phone number. Right. So we are going to call that phone number yes. right now and see what happens. Uh-huh. Uh, the registrant name is this Wisconsin, guy. right? In Wisconsin Listen, Rapids. man. That's my shit. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, I saw Wisconsin. I was like, come on. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. just talking about how nice it is there. <laughs> what, are they, what are they putting in the cheese? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to see what I, happens I love their here. curds. I hate their podcast dealers. <laughs> All right, I got the number here. Okay. I'm about to call it. Put it on speaker. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to crank the mic up here for okay. me. See what happens. Okay. Uh, let's see. Now, okay. listeners, we might use some salty language with yeah. this gentleman. Oh, oh it's busy. Try Wait, again. don't leave it on. It's got a funky beat. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. What, let's see if I can do it again. Okay. Or, or if it doesn't, maybe later we'll pick up the show and we'll drop in and see what happens. Sure. No. Okay, no. I'll do one more and I'll try uh, a different way of dialing Hey, what if this piece it. of shit is a listener? <laughs> do you think they're listening to this right now? Hey, is it uh, um, libelous to use their name? <laughs> uh, not if anybody can find it on the internet. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's common knowledge that this piece of shit is on the internet. Yeah, and that Dan okay. Gorman said his name and not us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've only ever called him by his nickname. <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> Damn it. No, it's still busy. Okay. Is that busy or is that just like a this is not a number kind of thing? Yeah, might be, or does this, this guy just have a lot of friends? Yeah. I Googled the number. he's really cool. I Googled the number and it, it showed up as like a Wisconsin number. Oh, yeah. Now, 
Um, is, there, then is there an email he's got to? Like a, well, there's an email. At, okay, yeah. Actually, email let's or? do that. So if you are a fan of Modern Superior and you don't like the idea that somebody has stolen all of our content, please email info at modernentertainment.net. Yeah. Modernentertainment.net, info, and yeah. tell them that you don't like them. Don't send them death threats send or anything. Them, yeah. No, just send them pictures of your dick. <laughs> just or say, a vagina. No, wait. Don't like, yeah, don't say, like, I'm going to kill you or whatever. Just say, yeah. like, hey, you suck. Why did you do that? You're a jerk. Yeah. Please yeah. stop it. Suggest that, that they he stop kill himself, that. but don't <laughs> threaten to kill him yourself. No death threats. No. I don't know, but email them and say, we lo- like we don't like you, what you're, we don't like what you're doing. And then maybe in like... Uh, Pretend to the be end, the cops or something. At the end of the bits, we'll, we'll loop <laughs> back and try cops. that number again. <laughs> We're the email police. Yeah. We're the email division yeah. of the police. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try that phone number again uh, after yeah, the bits. We'll yeah. But uh, hopefully that's not the biggest letdown ever. I was excited that somebody would pick up and then I wouldn't know what to say. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of like, <laughs> uh, I didn't think this was going to happen. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, time for the bits. The bits. Um, I have about our bits. two non. Uh, oh wait, before we go, before we show before each we other go our bits. bits. Yeah, uh, I just want to welcome uh, a new listener, buddy of mine from uh, from high school, oh, yeah. Warren Kennedy. Yeah, uh, Warren. Put a little, uh, put a little uh, uh, message there on the Facebook. Yeah. yeah, saying that he checked out the checked out the scene next Wednesday and uh, and quite enjoyed it. Yeah, so, yeah. Warren. It's fucking great to hear from you, buddy. Welcome to the show. I've totally. seen that guy in a million years. It's been at least a million. Well, years. like ten. <laughs> no, it's, it's more right. probably, yeah, a million. It's more like between a million. ten and a million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, it was just it was really nice. Uh, and then you know, sort of on that uh, on, on on that comment, a couple of other friends from uh, from high school were like, either oh, I checked out the show and liked mm-hmm. it, or I'm going to check out the show. Nice, cool beans. Yeah, yeah. and uh, on the <laughs> on the website and on emails, we've received uh, a lot of interesting stuff. Really about good. The people I went to high school with. Yeah, uh, and also shout outs to Tony who left us a couple comments on the discus threads. Matt Brown again, some comments, and Robert emailed us. So thank mm-hmm. you guys. Yeah, yeah, thanks guys for all of your feedback. We love it. Um, I have some itty bitty tidbit committees, yeah. um, but there I have some non-standard ones before we get to the to the movie related stuff. I wanted uh, to say I I've been playing a lot of PlayStation Four, mm-hmm. uh, and there is a game on PlayStation Four called Rocket League. Do you guys have a PlayStation Four? We do. Oh. Um, I'm not sure if you can get this on PS3, but there's this game called Rocket League that is the best game that has ever been made. Oh, uh, oh yeah. it is like it was a free game if you had like the subscription, but it's I don't think it's super expensive, but it's basically soccer, but with little remote control cars that you can drive around and like have like boosts and shit. So you're just like jumping in the air and spinning around and trying to get the ball in the net and stuff. And you, you play online rocket rocket. And then you lost me at soccer. Yeah, yeah. No, see, I'm not a sports guy, but this is, it's so fun. So, I feel like I've seen something in regards to this. And, it's yeah. And, and it's getting pretty popular that it's, quite it's fun fucking phenomenal if anybody out there is a video gamer get rocket league it is so much fun uh it's one of those games where now anytime i have a free 10 minutes i'm like i'll just play two games play yeah. two games mm-hmm. play two games yeah right so play rocket league so good i started video gaming again a little yeah. while ago i started because i saw the trailers for the, the fallout 4 was yeah coming. yeah i quite like that game i'm not a big game guy but i really like that yeah shit. and then i hadn't played new vegas oh yeah so yeah. i finally did that and I was playing, I made like a, you know, you make your guy and you make him look like you and stuff like that. But <laughs> I was like, this is boring. Like, 
so weird to make a little guy out yeah. of myself and stuff like that. I do that with any guy. <laughs> Stop making a little guy out of yourself, yeah, yeah. Greg. And uh, so I was like, screw that. And so uh, I made a female character instead. Yeah. So I, then I just sort of got it, I designed it after my wife. Mm-hmm. So I made like an Athena and I was running around with her, but I wanted, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to make her badass. And I was doing all like, all the, you know, you pick your like personality yeah, traits yeah. and stuff like that. Anyway, I went too far and I fucked up and I made her a cannibal. <laughs> oh, <no>. So <laughs> she's been shunned by society and I'm sorry, dear. Yeah. <laughs> and you're saying in real life she's not. Uh, uh, no, not, not that cannibal. I'm aware of. Oh, I don't okay. know what she does when she's at work, though. <laughs> <laughs> she might be eating her coworkers. It's entirely yeah. true. I don't you make know. her lunch every day. <laughs> well, so. You know, and, and you know. So it's, it's partially my fault, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You don't make her lunch. Yep. She, every eats time you person. don't make her lunch, she eats a coworker. <laughs> That's amazing. You're a shitty husband, sir. Uh, yep. I got to start over. Yeah. Yeah. The, the um, thing is, when you accidentally make someone a cannibal, it's fine until someone e- sees you eating a person. Yeah. Which I feel like is real life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> Once pretty true. Yeah. Life. <laughs> I think cannibalism is fine until, until you're somebody caught. Just don't you do it in the streets. Person. Just don't get caught. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, fine. Closed doors is your own business. <laughs> exactly. Who you want to eat in the comfort of your own home. Uh-huh. Completely legal. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what else? Obama. Uh, <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know how to do that. I'm Canadian. What other bits? We got some bits. I don't know. Is there, a lot of, is there a lot of news No, bits? there was a bunch of non-news. I don't know. Entertainment Weekly's got some Batman Superman pics. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> More pictures of this. I don't care anymore. Yeah, I'm at the point now where I'm just like, uh, just show me the movie. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. More pics. Totally. Gives a fucking me. shit. Have you, watch guys, the trailer. have you been watching anything? Yes, that yes. I did. Uh, me too. Uh-huh. Uh, I've just been watching one thing. Okay. Oh. What have you been watching, Casey? All right. Uh, I've just been still kept been... Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, let me take a break in the middle of the okay. sentence. I've just been watching uh, My Name is Earl. Oh, yeah. Guys, yeah. I love that show. Yeah, all right. You, that's a come around on that. It really mm-hmm. it really gets great. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, like the, the whole cast is pretty good. Ethan Suppley is... He's, he holds his own. Oh, yeah. Jason you Lee typically is, not enjoyed the Ethan Supley. I have I have typically not, but yeah. in this he he does his job. All right. And um Acting, and Jason Lee uh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. let's not call it what it is. Uh Jason Lee is um great. You know, he's very likable yeah. in and he he does Yeah, he's always likable. He does his yeah. job, right. But it's it's Jamie Presley. She's yeah. so funny. She and like she's won like a uh, an Emmy. Um, for oh, yeah. for this and oh. and like fully uh, uh, deserves it because she is fucking hilarious, sweet and a lot. Of, oh, and this is the reason I bring it up uh, because they did something really great that uh, uh, that I was just so happy they did this. They have like a lot of really cool guest stars and like a lot of people like that that you'd be like, oh, that's where that person is. Like Roseanne shows up on one okay. and you're like, hey, I love Roseanne. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, and then they have an episode. Uh, where uh, Burt Reynolds shows up and he plays the uh, the owner of the the town strip club and he owns like a bunch of different things and he was like this kind of like renowned around the town as this real dirtbag and uh, and he dies and leaves all of his businesses to his son and his son is played by Norm Macdonald oh nice doing his oh, awesome wow. doing his awesome oh Burt man Reynolds. that's wonderful it's the fucking best that like, is I will now watch the show just for that any <laughs> show that thinks to do that yeah. is pretty fucking good. oh my god <laughs> Um, Superb, yeah, just mm-hmm. just such a great idea, yeah. and uh, uh, yeah, I gotta say, can't say enough good things about it. I just, it's such an easy show to watch, yeah, pretty good, yeah. Okay. All right, Greg, 
Um, I rewatched a couple of things. Okay. And I checked something out. Uh, I'll start with one of the rewatches. I rewatched Event Horizon. Oh. Oh, man, that's got to still be good. Yeah, you know what? That's I really a, like that's it. That's a terrific movie. Yeah. Um, I understand some of the problems with it. It's got some... Oh, yeah. scenes that aren't right. There's some of the pacing isn't quite there, you know, but the stuff that works works so, so well. Totally. And from that era, I mean, the, the late 90s are just a black hole of movies. It's a bunch of garbage and the music sucked. Everything was terrible. And the music in this, and I mean the music in general, like albums and shit, but yeah, yeah. the music in this movie is all shit too. Yeah, so like... Well, only in the op- <laughs> for the opening credits and closing credits. Yeah. Like, it doesn't happen. The rest of it is just a score, but the yeah. opening is like hackers. Yeah. What the fuck is going on here? I think you had to. I think you had to tax some of that. Really, it sets the wrong tone and it sells the movie wrong. You're in the wrong mood as it starts. Totally. But it's, you know, you just want to get out your glow sticks yeah. and uh, <laughs> hack the planet, man. <laughs> Dance around like a Crash fucking and burn. idiot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, planet. it's like, it's a movie that, you know, if I heard somebody competent was remaking, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I could see how you could really do something with this. Not that you should remake Event Horizon necessarily, because I, I really like it. I like I've it, yeah. It yeah. A bunch if of you're going to remake it, get Larry Fishburne and Sam Neill again, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get a lot of that <laughs> cast again. Totally. There's so many good yeah, people in it, I man. I want to say Judy Davis, but it's not Judy Davis. No, it's Kathleen Quinlan's Kathleen in it. Kathleen Quinlan. Yes. He, she's awesome. Yeah. yeah she's it's, so awesome. It's so watchable. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, like yeah, it has problems because it's a Paul W. S. Anderson. Right. Like it, it, but it looks like pretty. It fucking looks good. great, yeah. and, and there's enough to it. Like there's good not boy. so much. Like yeah. you can see it being like, oh, this could have been more than just like gotcha jumps and some gore and stuff Shit, in space. Yeah. But it is what it is and it's so fun. Yeah. And I my what it does something I like it. about halfway through when shit really goes off that most horror movies won't do. Yeah. Like when they finally see the log of what happened to the crew yeah. and they're all ripping each other to shit and stuff like that and freaking out totally. and raping each other. Fishburne sees it. It's a 30-second clip, and it stops, and he's like, we're leaving? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no let's solve the mystery, or, yeah. uh, you know, can we save anyone? He's like, nope. Goodbye. <laughs> Fuck all this Goodbye. noise. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And that's Fish awesome. Fishburne out. Yeah, and I like that. And then they just can't. Like, it won't let them. Yeah. Like, and that's a that's a creepier thing than just like, but let's find out some more. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> there's know? part of you that then goes, then die. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you walked face first into yeah. this. Yeah. But yeah, you know, as far movie, as yeah. Paul W. S. Anderson movies, it's his best, go, it's his best by far. Oh my know? goodness! Yeah. And that's a low bar. I yeah. saw that movie in the theater actually, Event Horizon, with a friend of the show, Mark Hudson Riley, and we were watching it. And I think we were probably stoned okay. on the pot. It <laughs> no. was the nineties, yeah. Uh, and we were really into it. And right when everything's going like real bad, yeah, like the last fifteen minutes of the movie, the uh, fire alarm went off in the oh theater my God. and scared the shit out of us. <laughs> <laughs> but then we didn't get to see the end of the movie. Yeah, and it was the last week it was in theaters, and so we had to wait like a long time, eight to, months, yeah, ten months until it came out on video to see the end of it. Which I hope was they nuts. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Did they not give you passes to go see it again? Yeah, but, yeah, but it, was, the, it was like, that was it. Like, we were, it was, you know, oh, we like saw it on like a, a Sunday yeah, or right. some shit, and then, you know, and then or, they or were a Thursday or whatever, yeah. we were in school at the time, so we couldn't go, and it's like, what, are we going to go see, you know, American Werewolf in Paris? Like, <laughs> yeah, next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to note, uh, not that I'm keeping track, well, I am keeping track, this is like the third anecdote that you've told on this uh, on this podcast about you and Mark Riley going to the theater. <laughs> and being stoned, high. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and something happening. There's there's some weird magic yeah. confluence of events. Well, yeah. you that's why high. when I got the call from him, like, 
after the weed years were done for me and it was suggested, I'm like, well, absolutely. Well, you have to. Uh, yeah, if it happened today, I'd be like, well, all right. There's, yeah, <laughs> Something there's, will happen. There's few know. people who could incite that, but yeah. M- MHR gives you that call and you go, I must respond. And yeah. he's not the weed guy at all. That's no, not, not at all. Not he's thing. the he's the father of three guy. Yeah, yeah, farthest the... thing from weed dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good times. Uh, listen, good times. listeners, if Mark Riley calls you up and yeah. says, we're doing something, you better do it. <laughs> do it. Because yeah. it's going to be good. It's going to be great. Yeah. I watched something that you watched, Greg, that I want to just, oh. I won't talk about it for too long. I don't want to talk about it a long time because we'll you already. talk about it as long as I want to talk about you it, already, You already <laughs> summed it up, but I watched okay. The Legend of Billie Jean. Oh, all right. Yeah, so did Matt Brown. as yeah. a little Tumblr thing. Really. And, and yeah. uh, an 80s film that you talked about last week, Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Um, and that movie is great. Yeah. It's just so entertaining. Oh, and yeah. it's just so, like, I wish I had seen it when I was, like, a teenager. Oh, I, would, I would have been going to school, like, fair is fair. Fair is fair. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And it and it's just, it's a cool movie to see from the 80s where it is, like, you know, this movie isn't, like, hardcore shoving a message down your throat. No. But it is, like, trying to be a movie and have, like, something to say yes. and, and, and be commenting on things. Because it is about, like, a girl who tries to stand up for what's right and things happen to her and it is like, no, fuck yeah. this. Yeah. And it's like, that's cool to see in the 80s. Absolutely. I where, think this mo- I'm surprised this movie isn't as well known as yeah, it should be. You know? Totally. Because it's, it's a, of a better quality than a lot of shit-ass Absolutely. 80s that everybody kind of remembers. Like, a couple things near the end, I was like, fuck, this is getting, like, emotionally intense. Yeah, like, yeah, Some yeah. of the things at the end. It's, fuck like, yeah. a really good movie. Totally. Yeah. She's awesome in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So mm. is Christian Slater and, and everybody, really. Yeah, Christian Slater's pretty good in it. Yeah. So check Check out The Legend of Billie Jean. Yeah. It's on YouTube. You can purchase it or or just watch a YouTube version of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, And Billie as Jean Matt Brown pointed out, there's nothing wrong with watching the Benny Hill version I, on <laughs> I didn't want to. I thought it Because every time a song came on, on the non one that's like three ninety nine that I bought yeah. to rent or whatever, I was like, if this was sped up, I don't know if I would I would be laughing. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. But it does, you know, it just whisks through. But yeah. it's true. That Pat Benatar song does not sound right. Right, normal speed to me. Anyway. <laughs> no, That's awesome. Master. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. No, no that movie's a cool great. Fucking movie, man. Totally. Fair is fair. Anything else? Yeah. I got a couple else, but I'll let. I'll keep things. it. Yeah. Keep it cycling. Circling around. Anything else, Casey? <laughs> when you're done going to the washroom, let me know. <laughs> Uh no I've I I'm literally sure. just okay shut up Greg because <laughs> like all of my entertainment now must be in twenty two minute bursts yeah. mm-hmm. well, anything else what was the other mm-hmm. ones Greg you had a couple others mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sorry I was swallowing coffee mm-hmm. yeah um I rewatched Clueless. Okay, because I because you were saying yeah. I talked shit about that movie forever a of times, and I've been told that it's better I've than been a vocal supporter of the yeah, film. Yeah, and a lot of people are. And yeah, I, there was somebody else I was talking to recently, and I was like, I will rewatch it. I promise. Yeah, so I rewatched it last night. Okay, and um, <laughs> listen, it's not a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> I like but it. it's not worthy of the heavy criticism I poured upon. Okay. It. It's a fine, easy little watch. Yeah, um, she's very good in it. Alicia Silverstone. It's a, it's a. I see why they gave her like a major deal. Yeah, following that movie, and it's really weird to see how little Paul Rudd has aged. Hey, oh my god, in twenty <laughs> years. Like that's sort of insane. It looks exactly like he is now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was thought he was going to Ant Man in this movie. Yeah, you know? <laughs> um, and. Uh, 
yeah, I don't know. It's the problem is with this movie is I feel like it was written like a satire, but not performed like or directed like one. Okay, it just there isn't a joke in there that actually gets a a real solid laugh out of you. And it has Breck and Meyer in it, which is like, <laughs> I'm fine with Breck yeah, and Meyer. That's how all to make three strikes right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the hate. Oh, he's well, fine in his shitty eighties, his, his shitty nineties. Oh God, he is team. shitty nineties though. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's just he's he's it's so him bland. And, uh, Tom Everett Scott. And yeah, oh, Matthew Lillard. And but for some reason, him in Clueless makes me laugh so hard. Oh I don't know. man, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> like it's he's like, great in that. It's yeah. it's the same reason I can't find anything funny about just staring at a loaf of bread. <laughs> but it's like a loaf of bread with a bad haircut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the loaf of bread is trying to make you laugh. Yeah, yeah. Like so even hard. The, even the the bread's not trying. <laughs> <laughs> this bread. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't he's just doing the same thing he did in the fucking Nightmare on Elm Street movie he was in where he was a stoner guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At least they killed him in that one. Yeah, at least there was something satisfying. Yeah. Although they didn't even kill him in like a really satisfying well, they killed him in video way. game land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now you're playing with power, says Freddy. <laughs> oh, Freddy. <laughs> oh, you'll say anything. <laughs> but it's so, yeah, I mean, it's a nice watch, but it seems like it takes its foot off the gas about halfway through where it stops trying to be uh, a comedy or uh-huh. a satire or a parody or anything, and it just becomes kind of too sweet. Yeah. And it just, it, everyone everyone turns out to be kind of nice to each other, and yeah. isn't that great? And it's just, you, you, you lose any, you know... Like, I know, Casey, you don't like Heathers, but Heathers doesn't take its foot off the gas. It's, uh, it stays on what it's going to be through the whole thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, and tells you every step of the way. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was some, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, but it's it's watchable. It's very, very watchable. Yeah. But, yeah, Athena and I watched it last night. We both kind of felt the same way because she'd been a fan of it, mm-hmm. but then it was like, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it is that there's something about halfway through or uh, she was saying, too, that it just doesn't uh, it doesn't doesn't, bring it home for you no it doesn't stay committed to the vibe and it never really lands it but I mean even the writing kind of it's you know there's no more one liners or jokes or you know zingers or anything going on did anyone notable write it because Amy Heckerling yeah Amy she wrote and directed yeah 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 she's had a spotty career yeah um, pretty good up to Clueless. I feel like after Clueless, it's yeah. Like, then then it all just she became like she did young one with, Nora Ephron. I think yeah, she did one with uh, Silverstone again, right about vampires. That was supposed to be like we're back. Oh, like it, recently, uh, right? yeah. Well, yeah, apparently yeah, yeah. it wasn't very good. No, yeah. no. with vampires. Yeah, it yeah, was like, like a three satire. four years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. it was topical. recent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Another vampire. I can't get enough. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. I and I feel like I. I, I think I'm the most mad at Clueless for not making Stacy Dash a bigger star. She should be everywhere all the time. I want, I want the, I want to hear Casey's take now on. I want because Clu- yeah, you watched out, Heather's man. and and stayed the course of being wrong about Heather's. Uh, <laughs> no, you stayed the course of your, you know, your opinion on Heather's is right. your opinion, and now and now I want to know what you think of of Clueless. All right, well you I gotta saw, watch it. Uh, Dan all- Hedaya is the funniest thing in the movie. Oh, I think he's great. He's yeah. A couple of moments of just like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that was in the script. <laughs> I've seen. I saw Heather's. I'll watch Heather's Light. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's, right. it's barely that. I just randomly picked Heather's, and then watch Jawbreaker. Yeah, <laughs> for actual Heather's Light. <laughs> uh, didn't somebody notable did that too? Didn't they? I feel uh, like somebody was involved in Jawbreaker that was somewhat interesting. 
Uh, maybe. Anyway. Anywho. <laughs> uh, I, super quick, I also watched Jaws 2. Oh. Because uh, I'd we been We were listen- talking about yeah, that. Yeah. I'd been listening to a podcast, Killer POV, the horror podcast from L.A. They were talking a lot about if you watch Jaws 2 as a slasher, that yeah. it's actually a pretty enjoyable movie. Yeah. So I thought it's I would give it a whirl. slasher bits, teen yeah. trapped and... So I watched it and tried to watch it like that, and yep. I very much enjoyed this movie. I think it is a good movie, yeah, but it is clo- it is close to greatness and doesn't quite get there. No. Because... It does some stupid stuff. It does some stupid <laughs> stuff, but it doesn't become the movie that it needs to be. And this is weird, because a lot of the stuff I read was like, all the screaming teens are just yelling and it's annoying, but it wasn't until the movie finally, like an hour and ten minutes into the movie, mm-hmm. became about, oh, it's teenagers stuck on their boats because yeah. they've crashed and now there's a shark and like he's got he's got to come save them. It wasn't yeah. until that started happening that the movie starts to pick up and you're like, oh yeah. shit, this is oh, pretty totally. fucking cool. Yeah. But it but all the stuff that's like trying to recapture the like seaside vibe of the first one yeah. in the first hour, you're yeah. like, okay, let's okay, yeah, come yeah. on, come on, come on, come on, not. Because it can't be a slow burn, but just because it just doesn't it feel just right. It doesn't handle the, the right way. The yeah. script isn't as good, and you don't have as good of a director yeah. handling it, you know? But when it get like, the, the direction of the scenes, like, when they first see the shark, and they're, like, wind, they're, they're like, boats and, and shit, and they have the little, like, weird boats with the two rudders, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, 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 those things start, like, crashing into each other, and the yeah. shark's there, oh, and man. you're like, oh, fuck. That like, scared the yeah. shit out of me when I was like, a kid. Like, this is getting real. And when, the, when Jaws comes up in between yeah. the middle of the boat, because the boat is, like, just the pontoons yeah. with, the, like, the, the canvas little, or whatever yeah. across the... And he comes up through the canvas. Oh, it's so good. I was just, like, I just died yeah. inside. And the <laughs> so attacks scary. are more visceral because they yeah. are trying to push it a little bit, like, the... The shark gets scarred at the beginning of the movie in an mm-hmm. explosion. The rest of the movie, it has this badass scar, and that's, like, yeah. so slasher, right? Yeah. Like, it's cool, but it's just not until it becomes, like, a crazy movie is that it picks up. Yeah, yeah. I've he, seen... It's a helicopter. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. I was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Jaws, obviously, a bunch yeah. of times. I've seen Jaws 3D. Oh, yeah. And then I've seen Jaws 4? The Revenge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to watch that eventually. Jaws 2. Really? Yeah. Oh, check it out, man. Yeah, Yeah, it's not bad. It's like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not as batshit insane as the other two sequels there, but, and it's definitely not as good as the first, but it's, it's got some stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. You should definitely see it. Yeah. And it's a Roy Scheider picture. It's hard to not watch those. Oh, yeah. Roy Scheider. Yeah, then yeah, I never have back. seen it because yeah, yeah, he, I he thought Roy Scheider was only in the first one. Oh, and there's no, some, no. Yeah, he, they, he's like, I want to call a shark a son of a bitch again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they try pretty hard to, like, to make his character really drive the movie, but it's pretty clear because apparently behind the scenes he did not like the director and didn't really care to come back, but yeah. did anyway. Yeah, he was stuck in some kind of contract yeah. shit. So you can tell it's kind of like, he's trying, but he's not trying as much as he did in Jaws 1. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not really given as much, so, no. yeah. Smile, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the only other thing I watched was Patriot Games. Oh, yeah. I'd never en- seen it. Enjoy- oh, really? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? You know, on a real Jack Ryan kick? No, I just saw, I was in the mood for exactly that kind of movie, and I put Patriot Games on, and it was the exact thing that I wanted that yeah, night. It's yeah, it's fine. I was like, it's this is a good movie. It's the best of the Harrison Ford ones. Yeah? Yeah, well, yeah, the, only the two. So. I, I put that one on over the other one, Clear and Present Danger? Yeah, yeah. wise choice. Because the other one is two and a half hours, and this one was just two hours. Yeah. So I was like, perfect. Yeah, you got Sean Bean in there, too. Yeah. Young Sean yeah. Bean. Like, there's moments that are boring, but I just yeah. didn't pay attention because you get what's going on anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like... But it's, it opens strong, yeah. you know, you really get... The, it, yeah, it's a good, it's a good yeah. movie. And it ends like I, I read Roger 
Ebert's review, he didn't like that it becomes an Indiana Jones movie at the on end. The they're boat. on the boats and shit. But yeah, I was like, yeah. this is sweet. Oh, it's a great little boat <laughs> yeah. fight. Yeah. yeah. So definitely, fight. if you want a if you want a political thriller with you know some scenes of some awesome action and yeah, check that one out. Okay. Put it on. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, one other thing. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I because I I, uh, I really wanted to see. Uh, after all the buzz that's been going around, like just how bananas everything's getting with it, now they're branching off into uh, other properties. I was like, I got to get caught up, so I watched Sharknado two. Oh yeah, uh, the other night. Yeah, I've seen the. F- I saw the first one a while back. Have yeah. you guys seen any Sharknado movies? I don't know. No, no. I just uh, I just listened to the um, How did this get made that they do <laughs> with right. uh, with Scott Ackerman. Yeah, I, yeah. I listened to the first one. I listened to the second one. I yeah. was like, a, they've got a new one with the the new yeah sure Sharknado yeah. three. I was game for the first I one. I just can't. I but can't then, watch something that knows what it is. Yeah, like I was game for the first one. I was like, this is crazy. And then they were like, they're doing a sequel, and I was like, okay. And then now they're doing a third one. Like, would they call it? Oh hell no! Or what is it yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. And I was kind of just like, all right. Even if, even if it's like just straight up a comedy and it's not even trying to be like we're so bad it's good yeah. they've just become a spoof I'm yeah. still kind of like I don't know I've had just had enough of these shark things well okay I've if seen a lot of these they're trying to make me laugh don't use Ian Ziering oh, to do see, it that's where you're wrong is like part of the reason these are watchable is because of fucking Steve yeah. maybe it's because we watch 90210 right now okay. but I'm like Right on, Steve. Good for you. Uh, You're doing great, buddy. Yeah, that's called Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> he looks great for 51. I'll give yeah. him that, though. Uh, How was number two? Uh, number two was, number two was, was better number two. than the first one, Okay, I think. Uh, it's really easy to watch. It's yeah. totally stupid, but it doesn't really slow down, which is all right. Yeah. And there's a shit ton of cameos that make no sense, and they're, everyone's just there to die. Yeah. They just kill minor celebrities all movie long yeah uh, not that you care but the weirdest it's such a strange movie it's an excellent uh, play with your phone movie yeah excellent because <laughs> <laughs> it gets loud enough before things happen so you look up and go ah, ah. <laughs> before anything happens it goes hey Greg hey. <laughs> there, yeah. here this is the stuff uh, yeah uh, what? um huh? uh, it it sets up weird things it, it feels like there are setups like a guy, these garbage like sharks are flying throughout New York City yeah. and eating people, and these two garbage men are talking about bowling, and the one guy's like, "Hey, bowling a bowling ball," and I'm like, "How are they going to work bowling into dying with sharks? Yeah. I don't understand what they're going to do." Um, and then he just goes to run to get into his <laughs> garbage garbage, garbage truck to drive away, and a shark eats his head, and that's it. And the bowling ball never happens again. But there's all this bowling ball set up. And there's a bunch of scenes that are like that, where it's just like they're set, it feels like they're setting something up. And, and then, then it's just like, then a shark eats his head. <laughs> <laughs> it's bananas. Yeah, we gotta, let's get something in there for uh, people who like bowling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One guy will have a, uh, a bowling ball, then a uh, shark eats, eats his him. head. Uh, like there's a, during the, uh, like a, uh, the Statue of Liberty's head gets thrown down the street and is rolling towards them. In this sequence, but I still was like, I don't. We're not really like fulfilling a bowling setup here. Yeah, but is that is and, and is that supposed to be a nod to Cloverfield? I or? thought maybe they were going to go there, but no, not at all. It just the head rolls after. So the it's game. not like, so much a. Uh, it doesn't anymore. It's not so much <laughs> like a nod to Cloverfield as it is directly ripping it off. 
Are they just trying to do a Final Destination thing? Like, oh shit, how are they going to do this? Is the bowling ball going to like go on to the head, and then he's going to walk around with the bowling ball I don't head, know. and then but and has you it thinking? Even and seen that like, thought out? Okay, that just I don't I have no idea. Or they just have like, what kind you of just props. described the bowling ball head thing is happening in my mind right now, and it is glorious. Yeah, yeah. and then he like runs like, down the street because he can't see where he's going because his bowling ball head into a bowling alley and gets a strike, with, gets his head. A strike yeah. with his head. <laughs> see, and then a shark eats his butt. Yeah. <laughs> that's my. If, just put that in the script. Here's what I. Think think happened if i'm thinking about it right now is you know they didn't have scripts or dialogue for yeah, the scenes yeah. so he just said they'd just be like here just go in this sack find a prop and then they make just, some business up until the shark eats your head they just got the ucb b team yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and went uh, uh b for bowling improv uh, uh here's a bowling ball yes okay and. what can you do with a bowling ball uh, okay well uh. yeah so yeah i don't know i enjoyed myself it's yeah. really terrible but yeah, I mean it is. It, this is what we. This is what you get now. This is your B movie now. It's, it's yeah. aware that it's a B yeah. movie. Yeah, I, and a I, lot I, of I people no will time. show up for it. But yeah, if I'm gonna just tune out in the background, I'll check it out. And yeah, I don't. Yeah, I got Stockholm syndrome. I'm like, right on, Steve. <laughs> get them sharks, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sweet. Hey, I got a question. Okay. Yeah, I got. A Maybe question. we can answer it. Yeah. All right. What uh, I was wondering, uh, what the fuck was I? Wa- Garrett Morris. Yes. In one scene. In oh, what were you watching with one scene with Garrett yeah. Morris? Uh, the stuff. What was the last movie we saw? Yeah. What was uh, the last? Ant-Man? Oh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. What in the fuck? Why, yeah, was, why, there, was, why he... was there one scene with Garrett Morris driving a cab? Uh, I think it was because in uh, when Garrett Morris was a cast member on SNL, yeah. they did a sketch where he played Ant-Man. I don't think it was a very famous sketch or no, anything. No, I'm not aware of it at all. That's the only thing that I can think of that he was That's there going That's a pretty weird like, reference. Because it, because it wasn't like it wasn't like a wink or a nod or anything. It was like, mm. oh, there's Garrett Morris, and now he's not in the movie ever again. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> mm. But at the same time, I mean, you know, where's Garrett Morris these days? He's yeah. on one of the worst sitcoms of all time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's anyway, it. That weirded me out. I like Garrett Morris. Um, I love Garrett Morris. Yeah. All right. Do we want to check I'll back in? Oh, you want better. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to check back in and see if Alonzo's going to pick yeah, his phone yeah, up? Call him yeah, Yeah. Do it. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Damn. Oh, Alonzo, I don't think, I don't think that's a real shit. phone number. Oh, He's man. just cowering in a, a busy corner signal right now. now. That's not a thing. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, nobody calls anyone. I set up this yeah, app so that he wouldn't have my number and everything. No, that's not a thing anymore. No, that's like straight a, to voicemail. Yeah, that's a fake thing. That's a fake phone number. Either that or you're calling back to 1984. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can get... I feel it. Maybe if it's a landline. Yeah, maybe. It's probably a landline if it's... Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't think. I don't know. Anyway, either way, damn you, you, you Alonzo. We're yep. coming for you. We're gonna send our modern superior uh, lawyers after yeah. you. Yeah, get off my website. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that was it, a really good Harrison Ford really nice. did. <laughs> All right. Well, is that it then for the bits? I think it is. Uh, we can get into film roulette then. Fresh out of bits. Yeah. Fresh out of bits. Okay. All right. Oh let's... wait, wait. I got whoa, one more bit. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa, whoa, whoa. Nice, nice shooting text. text. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, 
Uh, one thing that I forgot to, to mention a couple of weeks ago, I watched uh, Todd Berry's uh, stand-up. Oh, yeah. Um, his, oh. Where he just did crowd work for the yeah, whole yeah, the crowd yeah. work tour. Yeah. Yeah. Just delightful. Ah, nice. sweet. Absolutely delightful. Yeah. If you love Todd Berry, uh, which if you've seen Todd Berry, you do. Yeah. Uh, because he is, Louis is one of the best things that humanity's ever done to yep. show Louis. Mm-hmm. And Todd Berry is one of the best things about it because he's fucking hilarious all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, watch this thing because Todd Berry is awesome. Yeah. Fair Sweet. enough. Oh, I watched Jen Kirkman stand up. Oh, what'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. It had like a couple, like it's some of the time it is fucking awesome. Yeah. And other times it's like, just get to the joke, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like don't, don't. Yeah. Languish in your crepulence. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, great, though. She, she very, is. Really she has been mining this material forever. Yeah. The fact that she doesn't want to get married and she's a punk rock lady. Uh, like, she's been doing that for a very long time. Yeah. And it shouldn't be as fresh as, as it is on, on her new special. Right. But somehow it's just she doesn't keep doing the same jokes over and over she just finds a lot of material in those yeah, things yeah okay uh yeah it, it was yeah like 70 percent of it was just terrific yeah. yeah yeah i watched it after like a couple days after i watched chelsea peretti's one of the greats uh, so it paled a little in yeah, comparison yeah. to that i gotta watch that yeah it's uh, chelsea peretti's it, it's fucking fantastic yeah. i hadn't watched anybody's stand-up in a while other than uh, checking out about five or ten minutes of the chris delia stand-up special oh why did you do that because i was like what yeah <laughs> why is this here yeah wasn't that the guy from that show that no one liked uh whitney yeah 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 with that girl that no one likes yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's not fair i have seen whitney cummings be, be funny once yeah, or twice yeah. well not this guy <laughs> he he, he's, he's never seen her he be funny he's terrific oh really it's he's one of those guys he's just like giggling through his bits oh <laughs> just like come on it's man. hard to pull that off you gotta yeah. be pete holmes and maybe nobody else yeah <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure just pete holmes yeah. Yeah. oh he's horrible <laughs> don't don't giggle through your bits <laughs> this guy's giggling through his bits yeah. is that what we do every week <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep that's exactly what we do <laughs> we're the worst oh man well Shall we then? Yeah. yeah. Let's get right on over into film roulette. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good this week. Casey and I went and saw Trainwreck, uh, and the loser has to go see something bad this week. We paired the new comedy Trainwreck with a new comedy uh, uh, that's a sequel to an old movie, Joe Dirt 2, Beautiful Loser, on Crackle. Greg stayed at home and watched that. And the loser gets... The inexplicable Joe Dirt 2. Yeah. uh, (laughs) And the loser gets to give an album to listen to to the winners mm-hmm. for the rest of the week i gave greg and casey the latest from snoop dogg last week we will talk about that after we talk about our movies and roll for movies for next week it's all very convoluted this is how we do it every week though yeah. uh casey and i went and saw train wreck directed by judd apatow screenplay by amy schumer starring amy herself and bill Hader, brie larson amongst many others uh this film is described by imdb as Having thought that monogamy was never possible, a commitment-phobic career woman may have to face her fears when she meets a good guy. Uh, This is hotly anticipated as Amy has been tearing up the internet with her 
with her sketches from Inside Amy Schumer. Very shareable on Facebook, people. These sketches spreaded like wildfire. Uh, Casey, you were yeah. very excited to see this film. I was. I love Amy Schumer. Me uh, too. And when I when she first came about, I was like, eh, whatever, Amy Schumer. Me she too, just actually. Obvious jokes and stuff. I like was kind of like I remember when her comedy album popped up on on RDO and I listened to a little bit of it and I was like, all right, I get it. You all you are also doing the like I'm a down home kind of girl, but like I, but I say, say really crude things. things. And I thought that it was just like I'm being crude and that's the joke. Yeah. But then the show came on and I was like, okay. And the sketches started to make the rounds and I was like, these are actually really funny. Yeah. And also her stand up actually started to get Yeah, more no, more I fun. think it was a more of a knee jerk than anything reaction. Well, uh, like I think she kind of she kind of came into subtlety a little bit. Yeah. But she's very um she's very quick. Like if you see her like I think for me it was like starting to see her in interviews and stuff like that and kind of like appreciating the way her mind just works. Yeah. And, and kind of going like, okay, now I see it in the context of that. She is one of those comedians that you, that that you have to respect. Yeah. Like whether you like her or not, you have to respect her. And and, and I and so seeing her from that perspective, uh, I kind of started to go, oh no, she's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And and has been kind of you know with the show gaining popularity more and more, uh, has been kind of poised for this breakthrough moment. And this is clearly the like. Amy Schumer, this is her movie. She wrote it. Judd Apatow, like, can make names in Hollywood. This is their, like, boom, you are going to be something, like, going to be a Hollywood name now. Yeah. And this is that, like, project. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty, like, exciting to see this happen. Yeah. Um, how do you want to talk about this movie other than just review it, Matt Brown? Uh, <laughs> I know Matt Brown said every time that I say, how do you want to get into this? One week, Casey just said, let's review it. And Matt Brown was like, I think that every week when he says that. <laughs> but how do you want to How do you want to tackle this film? Do you um, want to just play our cards off the top and then get into it or what? Uh, yeah, we might as well. Uh, I thought that this was probably a great movie until Judd Apatow, Judd apatow all over it. I, I pretty much agree. Yeah. I think this is a very funny movie. There's I think so it's good. much good stuff it's, in it's it. It's very good. And yeah. then there's so much shoehorned bullshit. It's very. It's a good movie. How long is it? Two hours. Two hours. Fuck, man. What in the fuck? It does not. That ninety see, minutes. That's the Comedies thing. are ninety minutes. This movie made me love Amy Schumer and hate Judd Apatow. Yeah. Like this. This was the straw that broke the camel's back. Like I really, the whole movie was like, I was laughing at a lot of stuff, and then there's also so much funny stuff, and she is. So, so good. good, yeah. She her is, performance is fantastic. Yeah, like it, like her it has fucking levels and shit. Yeah. I feel like she wrote a great fucking movie, uh, and she did this great thing with it where she um and you know like I I, I don't yeah well fuck it fuck any sort of precursor or anything. She does this thing where she plays the um the 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 protagonist kind of thing in, in in a romantic comedy she basically sort of subverts like uh the 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 genre by being a woman who doesn't want commitment and yeah. and sort of just fucks a lot of dudes and and just goes through her life like that which is something you typically see men do mm-hmm. but the movie doesn't go look at me i'm a woman yeah. doing something that men typically do totally. it's just a character that does that yeah and i think that that's that that 
makes it and that and the fact that she fucking uh, plays the level so perfectly. Yeah. Would have made this a great movie if fucking Judd Apatow didn't have to go. And then we're gonna get some. We're gonna get some sports guys in there, and they're gonna do sports skits all see, over the place. I didn't mind I a heard lot of that. that stuff. LeBron is good in this. He I, is not good. In oh, this. he is so funny. <laughs> uh, it is so. I thought that was. I laughed every time he said anything. It's so like he's oh. he's perfect in the. You are not good. And we're not like putting you into this movie and being like wink, like he's terrible. It's just, it's just really funny the way that he plays everything. I yeah. thought, I, I, he's see, better I than Michael it. Jordan on Saturday yes. Night Live. Absolutely, <laughs> I don't know. Because I thought he was really funny. Uh, uh, I, I thought that they were just fucking doing this thing where they're like, uh, yeah, he's a sports star, so you can get past the fact that he's a terrible actor. But we're also gonna do a thing where he like. You think he's just going to be a sports guy, but he has feelings and stuff. The sports guys don't have feelings. I didn't feel that stuff. was a joke at all. I feel like that was the whole joke. I thought the whole to me the joke was more like not that oh he's a sports guy and he has feelings, but it was more like oh he's a sports guy and you think it's going to be like a throwaway. Look at the sports guy in this role, but he becomes the best friend. And that's like the joke of it was like he's the one doling out all of the like advice. But there's nothing to make me believe that they would be best friends, other than the fact that, that they, they hang out of the whole movie. Yeah, but that's there's all. That's no, all romantic comedies are are just like a guy playing basketball with a friend. Between them. I don't know. I thought I liked that. Uh, yeah. See, I didn't. I didn't okay. like 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 it's these my little... problem was more that Judd Apatow was like so many of these scenes, especially in the first half, have to have that like and then there's a line and I'll throw in like eight of them. Oh god, it's it's this especially thing is over in the stuff with shit. Like it's got this movie has skits where yeah. where uh uh where, like there's a perfectly cogent story going on that w- which could have been like a really organically funny. And I think um, those skits could have been in her script, but I just think they that They might well have been, I but think they Judd were Apatow completely out of place. Doesn't pace them right. And and like there's narration in the beginning and the middle of this movie, but not at the end. And and I was like, what happened to that narration? Because the second time it came up, I was like, oh yeah, narration from like an hour ago. Yeah. I remember that. It's, and then it never sloppy. comes up again. And I was like, I feel like the script probably had na- more narration. Maybe it makes me feel cheated because uh, I feel like Judd Apatow is like, fuck you. I'm not going to be a good director. I'm going to put whatever like. Like it's or like it could have been an editor. Who knows? Staples together. I feel like at this I'm point, sure it... John Apatow gets what he wants. Okay. So like, I feel yeah. like instead, like in lieu of like actually um, crafting uh, a story from from the beginning to end, he just staples shit together. He just goes, "We'll have this scene, and then this scene might be boring, so we'll have this scene, but then we'll have a crazy wacky scene where it's yeah. an intervention, and I don't know, Matthew Broderick shows up as himself, and, uh, and then Chris we don't Everett explain shows why up, he's there, and Marv Albert shows up doing a Marv Albert thing in a in a scene that where that's clearly nothing but a Saturday Night Live sketch, yeah, uh, and not a good one. But uh, you know, what? I think some of the sketch. Ness, sketchiness of the scenes probably stemmed from Amy because she writes sketch and maybe there were a lot Possibly. of this movie was like 
sketched out as. But like, then she should not not have done that. She because there was a. See, really I thought nice, that scene was funny, but I did think like there's I, it, no reason for this, and uh, there's no reason for Matthew no. Broderick to show up, and there's no reason for it to go on as long as it does. Not that it's so long, but but it's long enough to be like, hey, wait, why are you taking away? Like, why are you pulling away from the story? Yeah, like look at a movie like um, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, or like, or even. Um, uh, Jason Siegel's other uh, uh, five year uh, five year engagement. Yeah, um, those are long movies. Yeah, where um, a, a lot of a crazy lot of... wacky bullshit happens, and there are little set PC things that happen, but they're all organic to the story, and uh, so they're all like, you can follow them. Yeah, yeah. This movie doesn't. Ha- this movie has those things that happen, but intercut with it, there's just a bunch of. Like non sequitur bullshit that has the same actors in it, so technically it's the same movie. It really bothers me. It is, uh, yeah. Like I, I, I still because I wanted to see the actual movie. Yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying. I agree with most of it. I think I there was a palpable feeling of like disappointment hanging in the back of my mind, even yeah. though I laughed enough throughout this movie and and thought that she was so good and so much of it was so wonderful that I was like. No, I got what I needed out of this movie, but I wanted that like Amy Schumer movie. Yeah, that I don't feel like this movie hundred percent is, and, no, I feel, and, and I it f- does feel like Judd Apatow. It feels like there's moments in this thing that are just getting stretched out, and it's doing that Judd Apatow thing. And also, yeah, I don't know. I feel like every Judd Apatow movie is about like somebody who doesn't want to grow up, and then they get punished for not wanting that. Yeah, and it's like make the man makes her throw out like her bong because like. I, I mean, her yeah, character, like, it, it's it, believable that her character wants to throw all of her alcohol and bongs out at the end of the movie. But it, it feels but right, it, but, but it does it, well, feel see, like I his don't, thing. I don't think it did necessarily feel right. I feel like a movie like this could be served much better uh, by teaching that, uh, te- teaching the character moderation. Like, yeah. If you want to have your bong around, you can have your bong around. If you're the just don't like, be the bong person. <laughs> yeah, just don't be the bong the bong lady anymore. Like yeah. if you want to have a relationship, there's going to be some bumps and stuff. Yeah, but I know plenty of high functioning potheads. Yeah, yeah. like but more more functional and uh, responsible than most straight people I know. Uh, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. But it but it, it it sets up bigger highs and lows if you have the person who's a crazy party animal completely yeah. reform at the end, yeah. which is fine for the romantic comedy I just genre. think it cheapens it. It I, I felt like... And I think that this movie would have been so much better served by uh, an adult look at relationships because there was it had a lot to say about that yeah. type of um, I think, personality. I think I'm okay with that stuff because it did kind of feel like her character wants that by the end of it, but also it felt like there were some other things that were doing little moments like that where I was like, okay, well, there's at least there's other things for me to hook onto, like her doing the sex scene where like she makes him go down on her and then she pretends to fall asleep like a guy would in a movie like I, I got mine that, I'm gonna fall asleep but and you that know kind of I, reversal I think this movie would have been so much better served if it was a uh, if it was a little more like an Albert Brooks movie where and in Albert Brooks movies little moments like that can happen mm-hmm. uh, because it's just that that slightly heightened reality but yeah. it still has its own message yeah uh, where this like. I don't know. Little jokes like that are kind of like, eh. Like it was a good, it was a good joke and it was played really well. It's just it's cheapened by the more obvious gags and shit in this, uh, uh, in this just yeah. There was happy movie. There was enough of those moments that worked well for me where I was like, all right, there was a lot, like there was some clever turns on here that I was like, 
I'm happy about that. But yeah. there, you're right. Like there was a lot here that I was like, fucking ninety, ninety minutes, right, Greg? Fuck, yeah, man. that's comedies, baby. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Like, <laughs> like the the story does not. The, like the the emotional depth that this movie is getting to, which is fine. It doesn't go crazy deep, but there's enough here. Yeah, I mean the the family drama is emotional, and I felt like involved and engaged, but not to the point where I'm going to cry when N- things happen. No, not not at all. But it, it didn't. But it but it also didn't want to drag you down that no. road either. I don't think. And it, but so it, doesn't, it was fine. It was fine to let her emote. Yeah, and, which she was quite good at. Very good. Uh, uh, and I was and I was really impressed by that. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do have to say that took me out of the scenes with her father was that um, Colin Quinn plays yeah. her father, and um, Colin Quinn's not like they they had him as like this old guy who's in the nursing home who is on death's door but i'm like he's not that much older than her is he like <laughs> but when he dies he doesn't die of old age um no <laughs> spoiler no. alert <laughs> uh no but um and he has ms uh oh he has ms yeah they say huh. that more than once uh, I did not hear yeah, any. Yeah, and of those. he's got his medication, and no. Oh, I knew he yeah. had medication. I didn't hear them actually yeah. say MS. Okay, so that all makes. She sense. says it's getting pretty bad. That's right. why we have to take him to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that explains all that. And uh, <laughs> Colin Quinn was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought he was good. He was just doing his Colin Quinn yeah. thing. Like it might as well have been Colin Quinn from Update. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like it just the where this plot, the depth that this plot needs to go, isn't. Um, as deep as a movie would need to be two hours to serve. Like, like you could do this plot and do it as well as it is being done right now in 90 minutes. Absolutely. Because all it is is she's struggling with her family. You know, somebody or, in her family is sick. She doesn't have a good relationship with her sister. And, you know, is str- and struggling with, like, dealing with her relationship. This is all rom-com stuff. You could get... You can get in and out and do that thing in ninety to hundred minutes. Or they could have done this in the two hours that it took, and but they would need and to really gone a little go more, further. gone a little less uh, rom commy and a little more like a real look at because the stuff with her and like we haven't even talked about uh, um, about Bill Hader yet. Bill yeah, Hader's fantastic. Oh, he's so funny. Of course yeah. he was, um, and I love like, that two of them he's, together. He's, yeah, I I loved their yeah. chemistry and I loved their relationship. Yeah. Uh, and I love the way he reacted to her and the way she yeah. reacted to him. Um, I loved their story and yeah. I wanted to see more of that. So show me those two characters um, in real life situations, again, where maybe she has to learn moderation. She doesn't have to throw out all of her shit and just be like, I'm this person now. Because guess what? In real life, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um but but like I, I would like to have seen because th- those two characters were nicely fleshed out. Yeah, and and it's nice to get a lot of Bill Hader's side of things. I know that's that is some classic like rom com Sleepless in Seattle or whatever they do that kind of like here's his life here's her life. Yeah, but I did but like fine. that we see a lot of him. Like there's a lot of scenes where it's just him. Yeah, and you're like here's what he is dealing with. Yeah, and then when you have them together, then that's why those scenes work because you know where they're both at. Right. That's I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw uh, when Harry met Sally. So yeah, you know, there's, <laughs> that, that's that can be done so fucking well. Yeah. Um, no, I you know like I think there's probably some level of expectations on Amy Schumer with the sketch show that like the movie has to be in some way incorporating the kind of like sketchy wacky comedy 
because if she just go, comes out of the gate with like a emotional, you know, funny at times, but like skeleton twins kind of thing, yeah, maybe that's not what they yeah, want. Yeah, maybe they maybe think she's expect. not aiming for that, and that's fine. But I feel like, and and I don't know. Like I could yeah. be completely off base, but I feel like what she wrote was better uh, than what was a nice, small, interesting movie, and Judd Apatow wrecked it with his fucking Godzilla-like directing style. <laughs> I like. I think the movie looks good. It's because just... I, because this movie bored me in the same ways that Forty-Year-Old uh, Virgin and Knocked Up both bored me. Yeah, and I liked both of those. And, I liked and, a lot of both of those movies. Yeah, me too. I, I, well, yeah, but I, I, I don't. I didn't. Forty-year-old version, I feel like, is the only one that kind of escapes the Apatow's stuff. Yeah, the story, but is I think a lot sweet of enough, and there's enough really strong support cast all the way through that, right. like that. That's the only Apatow movie that I've seen more than once. Yeah, right. And I will probably watch again. Right. Yeah, I uh, take. I have the same issue with that that I have with a lot of his movies, where like they they make his character like open up his expensive toys. It's like why can't he just have toys and like them? Yeah, that bugs yeah. the shit out like, of me. Like why can't I don't he care just, for that at all? Yeah, like they, sh- like they they're make worth him, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's something he likes, and it makes yeah. him happy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not a, it's not a drug addiction. Uh, yeah, uh, again, He's a fucking collector of things. He has a fucking hobby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and yeah, that's not what's wrong in his life. What's wrong in his no. life is that he hasn't found somebody who accepts that about him and yeah. likes that about him. Yeah. And I think that's a thing that runs through like a lot of it. like I think on what she's having the Toronto podcast. They've mentioned like his his movies seem to have these very like conservative like like undertones like family and you must change and you have to grow up and you have to like d- destroy that part of you and like it's kind of like whoa man like- well it's funny because he's often um criticized for having nothing uh like ha- having just zero roles for women the women are just yeah. placeholders especially and just, knocked up and yeah uh right and it's funny that in this movie he's like oh okay well i'll have the the, the main uh, uh character will be a woman mm-hmm. and um but she's just like a, the, all the dudes in all my other movies. <laughs> Luckily, Amy Schumer d- does that right. Yeah. In I this, think movie. this movie's she a success, correct though. humanity. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. This movie's gonna do a hundred million dollars. Uh, what train wreck? Yeah, it's already doing really yeah, well, yeah. which is amazing. And, which or is awesome. Might have already you know done what? that. It and should. I, I'm not saying don't see this movie. No, yeah. I don't, I don't really think should. you are. And uh, and the, the the reviews have been generally great. Yeah, yeah. or you Eight know at least good enough. You know, yeah. like, 
and that's good. I, the, for a first big movie for her, this is it's probably safe for like you're yeah. like, doing this instead of a Skeleton Twins or something yeah. like that, you know. But it's good. This is excellent to kind of cement her into. She's going to be a reliable yes movie going force for people. Like yeah. Now yeah. general public will be like, oh, Amy Schumer. I'll go. She yeah. makes Look, good stuff, so I'll go see her stuff now, and she can kind of maybe spread out a little bit, right. you know. Absolutely, it's a great introduction to, yeah. to Amy Schumer yeah. because again, I think that. Uh, maybe this movie just wasn't for me, or maybe what Jod Apatow does just isn't for me. Yeah, yeah. I will keep seeing his movies because he populates his movies with great people. people. Yeah. yeah. Um. There, there's one scene that I was kind of bummed out uh, in this. They, they were doing one of his little fucking skits, uh, and and I'm like, oh, Tim Meadows and Kyle fucking Dunnigan in a, yeah, in, a yeah. movie, in a scene oh, wow. together. Like, well, what's gonna happen? And I was like, oh, well, Tim Meadows is gonna say one funny thing, and uh, Kyle Dunnigan is going to nod along with the rest. Yeah. of Group. Yeah, <laughs> bummer. That was pretty funny though, but uh, it didn't land as well as that scene with Tim Meadows. It it felt like there's a funny idea here, but it wasn't executed as funny as it should yeah, have been. Yeah, it, it could have been done better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is through no fault of Tim. I'm a huge Tim oh, Meadows. Oh fan. yeah, I think man, that guy's yeah. one of the funniest people. Tilda you haven't seen Ladies Man. It's way better than you think it is. <laughs> it's way better than you think it is. Revisit. I actually, no, I have, actually, never, I actually have never seen that. Oh it's man, yeah. it's great. I've seen it a few times. Um, I just I put it on one late one night and was like, well, uh, who, uh, <laughs> but fuck yeah, that's pretty good. He yeah. has one of my favorite lines from Strangers with Candy, the the TV show ever. He plays this. Well, it doesn't matter who he plays, but he's the yeah. the, the the principal calls him. Uh, he's like the specialist, and and he, the principal calls him. It's emergency, and he's like, uh, Principal Blackman, I came as soon as I got here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty good. That's amazing. <laughs> um, Tilda Swinton, uh, near, near unrecognizable for a lot of people. I Yeah, I, it wasn't until half the movie was over. I was like, oh, shit, that's uh, Tilda yeah. Swinton. Uh, and I think she was unrecognizable because she was doing absolutely nothing special. I thought it was really funny. I just I, I was like, oh, you're you're doing the the bitchy editor thing, I guess. Yeah, but it's Tilda Swinton. It doesn't. Then you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, but that's. But again, that's that's another problem I have with this. Is it just like it puts these people in these positions and goes like, it's this person doing this thing. But I thought that she what? did that thing so well that it didn't even matter that it was Tilda Swinton. It was I thought that she, she did was... it as well as anyone could because yeah. she's Tilda Swinton. She's fucking awesome. Yeah, I just think that it was a, a pretty nothing thing. Okay. No, yeah, like I completely agree that this movie is funny and it's making a crap load of money and that is so exciting. And I hope that like I hope that she makes another movie and continues to like get awesome box office to fucking prove to Hollywood that you can have You, you want her like, to get some Boffo BO. A Boffo BO. Yeah, <laughs> box office. Like like net with the heat the heat did really well, right? And and mm-hmm. the spy, spy did pretty good and yeah. and and this doing awesome and maybe people will start taking notice that like the movies that open fucking hunger games the movies that open are all the fucking movies that are fronted by women yeah. right so like stop not making these movies oh i don't think there's any worry I, I don't think there's any worry about that i think that's i think that is just naturally happening on its own yeah as uh, uh sort of like the the mass consciousness uh becomes aware that yeah oh okay just Everyone can find women funny now. Yeah. We don't have to not think that because, like, you know, n- nobody's threatened. Nobody has to be threatened by women yeah, being. No funny. one has to answer to Adam Carolla here. <laughs> yeah, he's not exactly. going to come find yeah. you. Let's and b- uh, breathe on you. Yeah, let's minimize. <laughs> Is that what he does? I don't know. He seems like a heavy breather. To me. I bet he's gross. <laughs> yeah, it's just a gross version of me around. <laughs> um, 
Uh, yeah, no, but but I I think that's just naturally. I don't think that it's like this conscious thing that it's like, oh, let's make women like. Wouldn't it be fun if women fronted movies now? I think that's just naturally what's happening. Yeah. Uh, and fucking yeah, and we're the better for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely check know, out the movie. I think your your kind of opinion on on Judd Apatow will maybe skew you. I agree with Casey that I think it's it's too long. That guy cannot get a movie under two hours, and it's crazy. And but but a lot of the stuff that made me laugh made me laugh. This is going to be a movie that plays well uh, for a lot of people. It'll play really well on Netflix. I yeah. think go see it in theaters. Uh, yeah, it's funny. It's yeah, just I, I, I want to see it. I really am looking forward to what comes next with her as yeah. as a Hollywood sure. entity. I, I'd like to see what happens when she's got more control. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of comedy, mm-hmm. nothing says comedy like Joe. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> my throat's closing up. I can't even lie to my... No, s- I can't even say the lie. Good, uh, good effort. Nobody uh, thinks anything but Joe Dirt when you think comedy, and Joe uh, Dirt 2, right. beautiful loser on... Joe, du- Dirt, Joe Dirt, Dirt 2. Well, that's one better than Joe Dirt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's one extra Dirt. Now, <laughs> this film launched on Crackle. Yeah. Uh, and was directed by Fred Wolf, written by him and David Spade, starring uh-huh. David Spade, Christopher Walken, many others. IMDb describes Joe Dirt to Beautiful Loser as when happy family man Joe Dirt finds himself transported to their recent past, he begins an epic journey to get back to his loved ones in the present. This is a time travel film. Oh. Um, uh, other people in this, Mark McGrath, great, right off the top. Wow. <laughs> I hope, is he co-starring? Uh, it's up like, there on here. I don't know uh, how much. We'll have to ask Greg. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I don't remember Joe Dirt being as... Po- I mean, people seemed to like it at the time. Did but they? I saw it in the theater. Like, what? a lot of yeah, people I, I knew saw it. I saw it in the theater it. because I want it because, like, you know, David Spade. I thought he was hilarious. What? Yeah. In 2001? In 2001, yeah. Yeah, in 2001. I, I wanted David Spade to, to like... Yeah, at, at that point, I was like, <laughs> "Sorry, I, I would like him to have a uh, a, a film career. I'd like to, him to sort of prove himself yeah. as somebody who who can car- carry a movie." Yeah, yeah. I, because, I, I, I because, feel like I had already signed off on David Spade at that point. Uh, well, see, I think I think it was like you know Chris Farley had died. Yeah, and and it was like, okay, well, it looks like he's going to have to go it alone now. Yeah, and I guess because of that, maybe there was like some goodwill created because of of uh, Chris Farley or something. Right. I was like, I, I'd like to see. I'd like him to be able to carry a movie. I and agree. then I saw Joe Dirt in the theater, and I was like, he can't. Yeah. No, no, he can't. And he's because he wasn't very good on Saturday Night Live. I wasn't much of a fan of him there. See, I liked him because he was part of the club. Like sure. I, I, well, he I was think part of the fit, great era of my youth. You he know? fit those, like those sketches where it was like Sandler and Farley yeah, and, and his, his, hanging out doing a sketch. Yeah, and, and his, you're like, his, okay, well, he's one of the cool kids. Yeah, and his caddy, like, uh, bye bye. That whole yeah, thing. yeah. His weekend update appearances were yeah. The Hollywood Minute, they yeah, were great, very good. And that's like he's fine for that, and he's he's fine support. Uh, but I mean, he's only truly terrific in one thing, and that's Tommy Boy. And that's yeah, purely because of Farley. I mean, Spade no, played off that's him not fair. really well. Yeah, but it's the, it's the best thing he ever did. And, but all of it is reaction to like Farley's setup. Um, not all of it. Hmm. I think that there's I think that there's enough <laughs> enough things that he does that are David Spade things They're, that, that, they, that yes. add to that movie. They're, absolutely, I, I won't discount his him being perfectly cast in yeah. it and br- brought something to it that no one else could have. Yeah. 
And it's a terrific movie that I will watch over and over. Right. Now, granted, he was vastly overshadowed by Chris Farley, but yeah. I mean, I think Chris Farley was one of those great no, but comedic minds who saw what was funny about David Spade uh, and okay, brought oh, totally. it out of him. Totally. Uh, and yeah, and again, that movie wouldn't be anywhere near as good without David Spade. Yeah. Their chemistry in it is fucking fantastic. The highway scene with the radio <laughs> and then the hood going up is flawless comedy. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> oh my God. When it goes up the second time, that's just, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Fucking right on. <laughs> yeah. When Joe um, Dirt 1 came out in 2001, I was in high school still. Yeah. And everybody saw it. And I think I saw it because everybody saw it. Right. I Did everybody saw it? I think everybody was like... <laughs> Did everybody saw everybody it? Everybody <laughs> was like, we have to see this. Yeah. yeah. I, it was like... Man, where, I was just like, nope. Yeah, yeah no, was it, and I think it was leftovers from what Casey's talking about. It was yeah. like, oh yeah, him, he's in movies in Saturday Night Live. He'll yeah. be well. Let's go and yeah. like in the Sandler crew too. And I, like, yeah, I, I don't think I was quite tired of Adam Sandler at that point yet. Yeah. I think I was rounding third base on that. But I sure, don't, sure. Yeah. I don't you remember. Were, like, Wedding Singer was not that long ago. Yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So and like, you can go like, like he, could, he could do it again. Yeah, yeah. Big he's Daddy was hanging around suit. in 1998, <laughs> and and I liked Big Daddy. I thought that was fun. Yeah, and I don't. I don't remember enjoying Joe Dirt. I remember seeing it. I just right. don't remember ever. I never saw it. Joe Dirt. Okay, so you're going into this blind. Yeah, uh, and you didn't watch it as research for. I Joe did Dirt not. Too. Oh well. Uh, yeah. All, right. All right. Yeah. So tell us about Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. Two beautiful. Uh, uh, Fourteen years later. Um. Yeah. This is a. Um, this is a terrible movie. Yeah. I'm shocked. This is a. Uh, it's hour forty-five. Oh, oh man, well, ninety minutes comedies. Let's get your shit together. Yeah, I don't know why this is an hour forty-five. It <laughs> has no business. There's not. I don't. I got. I I got confused trying to follow the plot of this a couple of times because it's so <laughs> not funny. I just like. I just realized I, I had tuned out. Yeah, for like not long. Just like, ugh. Yeah, and then he's ge- somewhere, and I'm like, what's happening? I don't know what's going on anymore. But generally, these type of movies, you can zone out for long periods of time. Yeah. And because it's, it's, it's a basic, this character is this type of person, and he has to get to this thing... Or this realization or something yeah. to fall in love with this right. uh, hot lady yeah. who never and it just should. doesn't quite roll like that. Like, it just feel, it's got this weird thing in it. And, yeah, Mark McGrath is in this movie a lot. Oh, man. <laughs> and also, the reason that I, uh, uh, other than Steve being in it, the reason I brought up Sharknado 2 is because Mark McGrath is in that a lot, too. So, <laughs> this week I fucked up by watching two Mark McGrath movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not amazing. something that should be a thing. No, and I'm like, I felt a little off-kilter all week, and I figure that's probably why. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, Mark, he's starting to look weird. Yeah, something weird going. I don't know. Something I'm. <laughs> is just he like, still? Is he still frosting them tips? No, but there's something wrong. Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I bet he looks weird without he's, frosted tips. He's, he's, he's got. But no, oh, which one is it? Uh, now I blur them together. Which Sharknado two? He's got a a little too modern a haircut. I'm like, cousin guy, you're like fifty. Yeah, you're an old, you're you're an older gentleman now. Leave you it alone. hosted a game show. Yeah, just settle down. That guy is just allergic to credibility. <laughs> oh my goodness, uh, no, he fucking man. he threw off those chains as soon as fucking Shania Twain says, "Hey, do you want to?" The answer like, is yes. I'm in. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Joe Dirt. How does it go back in time? In a twister. 
Okay. Makes and also, total sense. this movie uh, uses no, <laughs> strong uh, references as plot points, like uh, a lot of Forrest Gump going on here and a lot of Castaway. Yeah, I, the one and of then her, winds up with a real strong dose of "It's a Wonderful Life." I'm sorry, Castaway. Castaway. One of the girls. Yeah, yeah one right. Of the Forrest reviews. Gump. Like we're doing a very him on the park bench telling the story, and it's not. You could just like leave it at that, or maybe make one joke. But they like hammer in the forest jokes for a while there. I'm yeah, like, I read that a re- movie's 20 years ago. Yeah, I read a review that was like, a movie older than the original. Yeah. The original Joe Dirt could have been yeah. making those re- references and it still would have been like, okay, we get it. That that was a while ago. Yeah. And like, if, you're a, if you're a washed up, and I think we can all agree, David Spade is washed the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. He's making sequels to his not good movies yeah, already. Yeah, yeah like... If like a movie a, that no one liked from 14 years ago. And, and if you're an actor that people vaguely remember being a thing at yeah. some point do you want to date yourself even further yeah, by yeah. making Forrest Gump jokes? Jesus. Like he already made the movie Dickie Roberts that was like the washed up movie that was the like I'm addressing it I'm yeah. playing a former guy that was popular as a kid Yeah, like and then all my friends will be other people in the movie like that was the movie that was like wink wink like kind of like real life right. and that was years ago and yeah. it was god off and it was not mine <laughs> Um, so there's a, he, he is married to, uh, one of the, what are they called there? One of those twins. <laughs> one of those twins? One of those, uh. Oh, one of those twins. Yeah, you know, those twins. Hold on. I here got comes my, open uh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, Brittany Daniel? Yes, yeah, Sweet Valley High twins. Is that Brittany Daniel? From? Is that, is that, am I doing that right? Click on her. Okay, clicked on her. Sweet Valley High. Yeah, that's it. So he's married to one of them. They've got three kids and stuff, and things are happy, but he feels like, I think he's like, I don't have any money, and they won't respect me because I'm an idiot. So then there's a twister, and his trailer home goes back in time, and he's like, oh, I'll make money or something, like burying comic books and shit. And he, he so he's like starts in the sixties and he goes through the, some of the, some of the seventies. How does and 80s. he go through? Does the does the I, there's a tornado? It keeps coming back. Uh, no, I just want I kind of got conf- like he just like how does he yeah, go like, then again? He, it seems yeah, like more like a psycho. It's like a psychedelic freakout, man. Okay. And it's just it's all like in his head, kind of. And Patrick Warburton plays this biker that chases him through time. Sometimes <laughs> and stuff makes and sense. I'm following you. Wait, sorry. So the the twister doesn't come back and carry him from 1960 to 1970. No, the film no. just goes. Now he's in 1970. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And speaking of that, speaking there's of, li- speaking of, yeah, there's like a five minute scene where people just fart on him. Perfect comedy. Well, there was a scene in the original where something blew up and he dumped like liquid shit all over. Yeah, it was yeah, like a plane, a big frozen yeah. chunk of 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 something blue blew up and shit. Yeah. No, uh, well, there was a big like geyser of like non-blue shit, wasn't there in that movie? And like I oh, it was maybe. like really like we're gross guys. I don't uh-huh. I don't quite remember. We're PG-13 disgusting. Is this a Happy Madison production? Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. How else would this get made? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the and there's scads of Sandler. people in it. Uh, Christopher Walken, because he'll do anything. He's in there. Yeah. And the next uh, script on the pile. Dennis Miller is just a pale image of what he used to be. Dennis Miller is in it. Yeah, but he's I might like, watch it just. But for he's Dennis just Miller. like Dennis Millering. Oh, you can just watch the beginning because he's just off the top, being like uh, throwing out weird little Dennis Millers at people. Like, hey, John C minus Riley. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Whew. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, take sorry. that one in. That's, sorry, guys. That's his best one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. That was just really funny. <laughs> yeah. um, really good. It's it, he he I, he fascinates me uh, more than he uh, like his weird descent into Republicanism. Yeah, I know it's so is, weird. Is such a wonderfully bizarre thing. Yeah, yeah. that Man, I'd love, I love to love see him. him in such a low grade movie. Yeah. Because and it's he's, like he's oh. sunk. To, I, no, I'm not. I, you know, I'm not saying anything about Republicans or anything. No, so I'm no. not American. I don't know enough about it. But sure. uh, it's just he, his weird transformation. Is, yeah, it's uh, bizarre, and it's a bummer, man. Because I was a big Dennis Miller fan. Oh my goodness, point. I was a fuck. I was a huge fan of him on Weekend Update. Yeah. and a huge fan of his standup. Yeah. And I quite liked the Dennis Miller show. Yeah, Dennis Miller show was fucking really great. Good. That was a show that could make Andy Dick funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although nobody was funnier on that show than fucking Norm Macdonald. Yeah. Doing this weird time traveling thing. <laughs> anyway, time travel segued right back into Joe Dirt too. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, yeah. I man, this was painful. Oh. It was just exhausting. Uh, yeah, and it, it, yeah. The, then you get a little. It's a wonderful. He apparently all he had to do was learn a lesson at the end. What does he learn? Time to that his family will love him no matter what. With the yeah, money. Mm-hmm. money. So the but, yeah, it's a wonderful life. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, so good. I, I, I can't. Um, I can't say I'm surprised. Yeah, no, no, no. But I was like, it, it's it wasn't even accidentally. I thought there might be something, but I'm like, no, nah, man, he just nothing in the tank, you know? Yeah. yeah. You I, said, and I just don't understand because I don't think this movie was the original was successful. Nobody was like, Joder! Was yeah, it? Maybe I it was. It, I think people it might have like been. It? Let's see. I'll pull it up. I'll see what Wikipedia says about it. I don't know the, if people liked it, but I think it was successful. Yeah, I don't know, man. America can really make a movie like this. Like, not just America, but I mean, like. Uh, North American culture, like uh, there's a center of North this American movie culture. This movie was uh, Joe Dirt one was very successful. Well, yeah. it it cost seventeen, about eighteen million to make. Yeah, it made thirty one. Yeah, in the box office. Oh, so, right. yeah, great. Like, I think that there's like a center of people who just again the when I saw Grown Ups two, that audience that audience loved Joe Dirt two. I guarantee it. Okay, I I did not. Well. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> thirty-one million, huh? <laughs> yeah. uh, Roger Ebert included Joe Dirt as one of his most hated films of all time under the category oh. of quote alleged comedies. Yeah, <laughs> hey, David Spade, two thousand and one, called. Yeah, we still don't like your movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what to say. It's just not good. Don't uh, watch this on Crackle. Yeah, probably there's other things there to yeah. watch with commercials. Yeah, uh, Seinfeld is on crack. Yeah, watch yeah. the comedians' cars getting coffee. It's yeah. delightful. Do you know that in 2010, David Spade tried to do an animated series for TBS, but it never materialized. Um, what was it called? Joe just Dirt? as the animated an animated series. <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like I sort of remember Joe that Dirt, being yeah. a thing. Yeah, it's uh, terrible. Uh, this was horrible. Horrible. Awesome. Horrible. Horrible. I'm glad you had to watch it. And yeah. it wasn't even like a, a thing where it's like, oh, well, at least, you know, Robert Smigel shows up. Or like, were, were there fun cameos at least? Uh, no. Well, yeah. yeah. No, no. Because, yeah, yeah there, like were, a lot there of people aren't cameos. Don't... You've just got, like, listen, I like Patrick Warburton a lot. He's wonderful. And he kind of has a charm to him that he, you know, he just never looks like he's, he'll never be shitty in something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's always always, because he's good and he's always given it the old college try. Yeah, and he's got like the only charming moments of this movie when they're brief are him. Uh, Because other than that, there aren't really great cameos. It's not like he's pulling out the favors or anything like that. It's just like 
Nah, Mark McGrath will put you in this scene, too. Yeah. 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 No more cameos. More of Mark McGrath. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's have him play more than one guy. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. Yeah. You oh, suffered they through it. Play more than one well, guy. Well, ki- kind of. It's a little. Yeah, kind of. They, yes, he does though. Uh, <laughs> we really want to show Mark McGrath's acting <laughs> yeah, range here. Yeah, right. this is a. Mm, he's All right. Well, don't watch it for that. Yeah. And nope. check out uh, Trainwreck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I gave you guys an album to listen to this week. Yeah. Um, I gave you guys the album Bush by Snoop D O Double G. Uh, uh, please refer to it as Snoop Dogg's Bush. Snoop Dogg's Bush, or Snoop Dogg Bush and X. Bush X. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I wish this was a tribute album. Yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg does Bush X. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, the story behind me giving you this album, uh, this is his latest, his 13th studio album, uh, released this year, 2015. Um, I threw this on on a whim, not really knowing what to expect. I don't really know why I put it on, but I was just like, oh, I'll check this out. The cover's kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah, do you typically check out a Snoop Dogg release? Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, but something happened where I was just like, oh, I'm going to put this on. I think maybe I had heard the single and was kind of like, that sounds kind of interesting. So I threw it on. It's produced by Pharrell. Um, it has um, guest spots from Stevie Wonder, Charlie Wilson, and mm-hmm. uh, many others. Some more modern people as well, Kendrick Lamar. Um, and, and I kind of found myself really coming around on this album yeah. as a sort of summary throwback to funkadelic, disco, yeah. funk yeah, yeah. stuff. Um, he sings a lot on this. It's not really a rap album except for a few moments. Now, yeah. I don't think that this album, in my for, for my take on it, I don't think it's like going to rock it up my best of the year, but I have been listening to it a lot. I think it's a little... Like, the last couple tracks for me, it starts to get too samey, but when this album works, I'm like, I really like some of this, sure. and it's really fun, and I like it right now. I don't think I'll, it'll stay around forever, but for the moment, I'm really into it. Yeah. So, I wanted to say... What do you guys think of this? Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've not heard a great many Snoop Dogg albums. I've pretty much only heard yeah, nor the one. Yeah. What was I've heard Doggy Style. Doggy Style, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I was I was never a big Snoop Dogg fan. I never got like deep into it or anything like that. And when Doggy Style came out, I didn't care for it. Uh, yeah, no, no. I, I was never that big into it. Again, I'll preface this whole thing by saying, Drop It Like It's Hot is one of my favorite oh, songs of all time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The style of hip hop of doggy style, it just it was not my thing when it came out. Well, yeah, and I I didn't hear it until I circled back after loving the uh Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Yeah. And then for I was sure. like, Well, I should check out his first one. I was like, This is pretty good, but yeah, it's yeah. not the chronic. Yeah. Over over years I I grew to respect but I do like and it, yeah. dig Snoop Dogg and yeah, dropping yeah. like a hot like it's hot is awesome. So um so this was kinda yeah. <laughs> this was you know, uh Probably the, only the second Snoop Dogg album I've ever really listened to. Yeah. And generally that's because I prefer him as like a uh, feature guy. Yeah. You know, I can't get down on a whole bunch of shit with him. Yeah. So, but this album is kind of more like a Pharrell album featuring Snoop Dogg. Definitely. Because he doesn't rap a lot on it and there's a whole lot of Pharrell and yeah. just a ton of, fun- uh, t- a ton of funky hooks. Yeah. So I'm like... Well, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what I kind of needed. Yeah. So I, I didn't go crazy for this album, but it's very good. Yeah. For me, once the first seven songs, because this album is 41 minutes. Yeah. Um, and and the, fir- <laughs> the yeah, like pretty good. Yeah. You know, not an overlong rap album. But the, fir- the first seven songs, you know, pretty much all of them are like, I dig all of these. And then yeah. once we get to the last like two or three, I'm kind of like, 
okay, yeah, yeah, I get I've it, kind I get of it, had enough, it. and yeah, it's yeah. been about a half hour, and I don't need the extra 10 or 15 minutes. But yeah. for, for the most part, yeah, like, it doesn't hit you over the head with, like, this is amazing, but it's, like, nice, and there's funky guitars, and there's throwbacks, and it's just, yeah. like, a fun summer album for me. Yeah. Yeah, the, like... I get when when you said like you know it's it's got kind of a um, what do you call it there uh, uh, funkadelic kind yeah. of a situation yeah only um, on, on like some moments yeah. yeah yeah and and I got that and it, it, a lot of ways it kind of felt like Pharrell doing kind of a funkadelic thing but putting his own kind of spin on yeah. it yeah but it, it was very like I feel like it was concept over song construction sure so so yeah at a certain point i i got the point and i was like yeah i like it it but, feels like it feels like pharrell just had a bunch of leftover beats and things like that yeah and, and they were like they hang out and, and they was like you know what let's whip a thing together here and do a thing yeah and so fucking a yeah exactly like I, if i think about this as a project that a couple dudes did in a weekend i'm yeah, like good enough yeah right on like i yeah. don't think i'm gonna throw this on again but no, I'm glad I, I heard it. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, right I have. On, I've been throwing it on in like the sunny days and stuff. But yeah, like no, I know what you mean. There's just it, it. Like for the first chunk of the album, there's enough there for me. And I think some of it is like, um, some of it. Ha- like I do like the hooks on like "Are You a Freak" and "Peaches yeah. and Cream," "California Rolls." Yeah, I like I Edibles like a lot. I really like the first six yeah, or seven I liked, songs. I liked Edibles. I liked California Roll. Uh, uh, because I, I was I, I was like, well, what's what's Stevie Wonder sound like these days? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah still, still plays with me and harmonica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's still doing it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah. Uh, again, I, I think that if I was gonna make uh, video, or, like if I was gonna make something that that needed this kind of like vibe to it, this is an album I would go to. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. like as a back as a background kind oh, of. Oh, for sure. Oh, I. Thoroughly enjoyed vacuuming to this album. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it is really. Like, I like working to it. It's very good background. Sure, but sure. I, yeah. Like I do like the production and the thing about that I like about this album um, overall is that I do really like some of the stuff that Pharrell is doing right now. But I really yeah. hated uh, the Robin Thicke song, Blurred Lines. Yeah. But I like the production of that song and it has a catchy hook. But I was like, but I fucking hate this song. So oh, yeah, now yeah. I have a version of that that I can listen to that doesn't make me want to throw up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I just say, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the show before, but uh, with the blurred lines thing, yeah. I know they gave all that money to Marvin Gaye's estate, yep. yeah. as they should have. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if they're going to pay out that much to Marvin Gaye, at least that much needs to go to Alton Ellis's. Uh, yeah, because it's, it's like both songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, dancehall so, crasher. Yeah. Like it's it's that like the the vocal hook. Yeah. is from that and and the like the the bed like that yeah. bed rhythm. So why yeah like it's clearly constructed of those two songs. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. like were they just trying to make a nobody point? knows who the fuck Alton Ellis is. <laughs> That's well, that is some bullshit. And maybe yeah, yeah. Marvin Gaye's estate made a much bigger deal out of it. Than, Probably. Yeah. But yeah, check out Dance Crasher. It's really you know yeah it's uh, cool. It Fucking is that, cool. That's a great song. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that is certainly uh, certainly part of. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's great. It's all of the the fun of that uh, blurred line song without but, uh, uh, fucking yeah, without, without being a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. So uh, for me, I say check out uh, the Snoop Dogg album. Bush for sure. Check it out. It's yeah. really it's a it's a really good summertime nice vibe yeah. album. Yeah, it won't stick around for a long time for no, me. But no. yeah, no. All right. Well, Greg, you had to watch 
uh, movie with Mark McGrath, and then you watched another. You watched two of them. Uh, yeah. Why not? Jeez, well, don't put that in my head. I had a whole thing but you, planned out. But now you're, you're liked, making me uh, think about Mark McGrath albums. Yeah, but you, <laughs> oh, but yeah. you didn't mind Bush, so. Yeah. Huh. So what are you going to give us? Jeez. Yeah. Listen. You had a whole thing planned out. You should probably just do that. I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I think we kind of landed on... Did we land on Snoop Dogg because we were talking about that nice little clip with him and 50 Cent? Well, yeah. I, we Dogg did was talk about fun it. of... Uh, I, yeah. Rappers these days. And I realized on the show last week I said, oh, uh, I'm going to give you this because we've talked about it. But then later I realized that we had talked about it off mic. So anyone listening would have been like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> There's this excellent little clip that went around of Snoot Dogg hanging out with 50 Cent. Um, Sorry, there there are many things going on in this room right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I'm I'm snapping at a cat right yeah. now. <laughs> snapping at a cat. Snapping at a cat. <laughs> that's my new. That's my new single. Drops next week. Snapping at a cat, y'all. <laughs> um, yeah, there's this great little clip with Snoop Dogg and Fifty Cent sitting around, and Snoop Dogg's just talking shit about rappers today, and he's like, "Everybody sounds exactly the same, and that's ridiculous because he, uh, you should just be you because once there's you, then there's never another you." Yeah, and that's and he's totally right, and he just makes fun of the kind of kind of the odd future. Yeah, uh, yeah. And everyone does sound the same. Anyway, so that was cool. So that's how we got out of the Snoop Dogg thing. I saw another clip on the old internet. Okay. Um, that has led me to my decision today. Um, it's an old one, though. I just hadn't seen it. It's okay. It's like five years old. And it's a little interview clip with Lady Gaga. Yeah. And uh, the interviewer is like, now there's a lot of sexuality and stuff in your music, and you think that's going to distract people from the sounds and blah, 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 this and that. And she's like... Listen, if I was a guy sitting here with my hand in my crotch and a cigarette in my hand and I told you how much I like fast cars and loud music because of all the girls I fuck, you'd call me a rock star. But because I'm a woman, you'd tell me it's distracting. Yeah. And the fact is, I'm just a rock star. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. And the reviewer's an idiot, too, because then he's like, are you a feminist? Like, just, <laughs> ah, Dude, you're a piece that of is shit. so fucking yeah. dumb. It's awful. It's awful. But she's so composed and just like lays it like it's so calm. Yeah, her yeah, delivery sure. into it. I was like, fucking a man, that's really cool. I'm like, shit. You know what? I don't know anything but her singles. And I'm like, so tell me, tell me if I should listen to a Lady Gaga album. Yeah, tell Which me what's one? going on. Well, what? Uh, Born this way is the real big one, right? I mean, I'll I think it's got the up. best ratings and reviews. So I think we'll roll with that one. Okay. Yeah. And tell me what's up with that. All right. I want to know. Born this way. Wait, was it? Fi- which one's how long? Yeah. There's that one, and then there's the other real big one is... Uh, Born that- this way was 2011. I believe fa- the fame was the first one. Is that got... That has... Let me see. I'll get the track. Holy shit, yeah, yeah. there's so much here. That has Paparazzi, Poker Face. Right. Uh, Just Dance. Yeah. Yeah. The other one, I think... Uh, that's all the big I ones. Feel, I that. feel like let's do Born This Way because okay. she's like kind of established into it and, you know. Yeah. That's the one I want to know about. All right. Tell I me. feel so, like with what I know of her music, yeah. she's going to be a lot like Madonna to me, like where it's like 90% of what you do is how you present yourself and yeah. 10% is some shitty pops. Uh, pop Fair enough. At the that that said, I'm, I'm not saying that that's what it is because I don't know enough about Lady Gaga to. Uh, <laughs> uh, I totally stole that pronunciation yeah, from uh, Jimmy Pardo, but it makes me laugh. It's so good, Lady Gaga. Yeah, <laughs> eight out of ten from Enemy. Eight out of ten from Spin. Uh, a A minus from Robert Christo. Yeah, yeah. This all right. Is the you big I, one. I, I you might find some something great music. in it because I've never been a Madonna guy either. I just was like, well, I, I get your whole image thing, and it's not about the songs. But a little while ago. Uh, um, 
uh, Thana and I were out uh, record shopping, and we picked up True Blue for like three bucks or some shit, and <laughs> right. put that album on. I'm like, fuck, this is good. This right. is good pop. It's so well thought out. It's so well produced, and like these hooks are killer. Yeah. It's a fucking great album. And I had no idea, and I never would have given it at the time. So who knows? All yeah. right. Somewhere right. in that, uh, you know, uh, image, you've got to have some substance to it. Otherwise, it's not going to last. So, uh, yep. So let me know. Yeah. All right. Well, All right, we'll see we what will. happens. Lady yeah. Gaga. Now, mm. we are going to roll. Uh, this week, Mission Impossible, the new film, comes out. That's so right. I imagine that will be the winner. very excited for it. Uh, got to see him hanging up on, uh, hanging off, off a plane. They did that for yeah. real, right? That's right. Yeah. Big deal. Um. And the movie that is out that is getting the lowest reviews Wait, right now. What did you just say? What? No, nothing. Uh, I, we, I just realized that because uh, there's like a sort of a conversation going on in, uh, in the room. And I was concerned that you that you would be able to hear it over the microphones. So into the microphone, I went, can you hear that? <laughs> and then I silently So you silently, no. yeah. as you should have. <laughs> but I was like, uh-oh, can you hear that? <laughs> so listeners, listeners think that you have like... As I got it in my headphones anyway. But I thought you took issue with something that I had said about him hanging out of a plane or something. And I was like, what did <laughs> I say? Like, no, I, just, I didn't. I was not listening to what you were saying because yeah. I was laughing at my idiot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tom Cruise stars in Hanging Off of a Plane. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, that's crazy. And they showed that thing yeah. before the movies yeah. that he did, did it like four times. Yeah, oh, that's it, fucking crazy. Yeah, man, looks so fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, every time I see than, it. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Every time you what? Every time I see it, I like it. <laughs> yeah. sorry, I, I was cut. actually hoping to get cut off. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm glad that we rounded yeah. back for that. <laughs> Other than the second one, am I two? That yeah. I love this series. Yeah, love good. it. Yeah, just great. Um, but there's a movie kicking around. That uh, came out to shockingly bad reviews. Yeah, uh, unsurprisingly, aggressively bad. I, oh, people yeah, are like, like pissed. We had some like some hints of hope when it was announced because the short film was kind of yeah, cool. Well, I think that's why Me people do. are so mad because the the short film was was super cool. Yeah, yeah. but pixels, pixels, pixels Adam yes. Sandler. Yeah. They're like uh, the, the, they just let Adam Sandler Sandler all over. Him. Yeah. yeah. So and Josh Gad's in this thing. Yep. We don't care for him. Um, we will find out how bad Pixels is. One of us. One of us. But the other two Pixels. will be seeing Mission Impossible. Whatever the new ones, Rogue, Rogue something. Nation, Rogue Protocol. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Casey is rolling. Don't roll on the carpet. <laughs> Every week, Mission Impossible versus Pixels. Oh, That's fuck. a two. No, no, because I'm not paying to go see That's Pixels. That's a two. I rolled That's a, a one. one. Ooh, fuck. yes, it is. Oh God. Roll a zero, Greg. Roll a zero. One and roll a zero. That's a zero. Holy shit. Oh, oh man. Me? Oh, my God. I was so close <laughs> to seeing pixels. That was a very low oh. <laughs> scoring round. Zero, one, and two were rolled. Uh, yeah. The lowest that we could have it ever went rolled. Two, one, zero. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Who would have thought? That was a tense roll. Yeah. I hate this show. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go and see Mission Impossible Ghost Rogue. Yeah. And Greg's going to go see Pixels. Pixel, you're going to go uh, see a fucking Sandler movie. Yeah. I bet there's some cool shit to look no, at. No, there fucking it. isn't. Nah. <laughs> Peter Dinklage right. is uh, good. Yeah. It's got... I don't think there's anyone else good in it, but it's got Peter Dinklage. Ugh. I'm just yeah. sick. 
Well, uh, we will be back next week. With you guys don't even care about that. I miss everything in the fucking summer. <laughs> <laughs> Anything I want to see. We will be back with the reviews of those two films and that Lady Gaga album. But for now, we're going to talk about some Beverly Hills 90210. In 90210. Yeah, relay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Season... Three is clicking along. I believe at the last episode we had a little like "Where is this gonna go?" kind of moment at the yeah, end of the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seemed like we wrapped a lot of stuff up. Yeah, um, uh, the trifecta of Brenda, Kelly, and Dylan is still kind of up in the air. They gave him some kind of ultimatum: "Who do you want to be with?" I believe it's on New Year's. Um, and Who do you want to spend New Year's with? Rather? Yeah. yeah. Um, so here we go. Another episode. Uh, if you haven't heard our show before, we are watching all of the episodes of Beverly Hills 90210 season three. One we at always a time. point out that we're grown men who are watching 90210 and for never the first seen time. the show for the first time. So yeah. this is all we're and we're you know forming opinions and reacting to the the goings ons. We're forming alliances. Yeah, and uh, uh, as I mentioned off the top of the episode, this is big. Yeah, this is yeah. a big episode. Right. Questions that we have had are answered. Oh, oh man! This episode is called "What Does Steve's Hair Taste Like?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> turns out spicy chicken ramen. <laughs> this mm, episode is called "The Game of Chicken." Uh oh, oh! It, it opens. So his hair does taste like, like chicken. chicken. Listen. Uh, I think I know. All right. We might learn something real this. special here today. Oh, I assume that that's what's happening. It opens in shop class. Steve uh-huh. walks into class, and the teacher says he's cutting a little close, and better late than never, does not cut it in detention. Uh, Steve claims he had car trouble, and this kid in the back is like, couldn't decide which one to ride all snidely. Oh. Um, and then... The what, kid- is he, what does he mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Steve, you're a rich bastard. and all all. cars, can't yeah. pick a... Mm-hmm. So then the kid, like... I believe his name is Joe. I, I wrote it down later, but he's like uh-huh. starts like kind of leaning forward now that Steve sits down. He starts making fun of his mom for being on that uh, television show, and he's like, "Oh yeah, what was it? I was watching this episode last night where this kid really wants a brownie, so he steals it from the jar, but he doesn't want to get caught at this dinner party, so he puts it on a chair, and then a guest sits on it. He doesn't even know he sat on the brownie, and then Steve gets up and realizes that kid, this kid has done that to him." With like a like a Twinkie thing, okay. And he's like well, got crud all over him. First uh, of all, a sweet burn, yeah. <laughs> and B, see, B, I want to see that show. Uh, yeah. yeah, the and brownie episode. That's like a pretty good show. And C, who has a brownie jar? Keep your brownies in the fridge in a pan, you <laughs> fucking psycho. Uh, yeah, and Steve gets up and realizes the guy had like a ding dong thing, and he sat on it. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, and and he's got chocolate all over his pants. He goes to punch the, the dude and the teacher's like you better not fucking do that and that's the <laughs> scene ends mm-hmm. you better not punch that guy chocolate pants uh, <laughs> Andrea and Brandon are talking uh-huh. she says she's in hypnotherapy now and Brandon thinks it's very strange that she's in hypnotherapy Wait, why? why is she in hypnotherapy Andrea says police hire psychics all the time to solve crimes and it's the only hope she might have to figure out oh I'm out. sorry so the police have hired medium to <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, fucking <laughs> track down the the yeah, you hit her in a car. Uh, Why are the police doing anything? She's about this? got it's a Andrea. hypnotherapist. It's her only 
hope that she might figure out what happened in the accident, and she says she's already oh, remembering. The therapist, you're my only hope. <laughs> yeah. She's already mm. remembering new things. She now remembers that there were stars. Her friends are horrible to her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that nobody likes her. Uh, she's uh, a fucking loser. She doesn't uh, remember that. She knows it. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. No, she remembers that there are stars hanging from. She's like, I saw stars, and Brandon's like, oh, like in the cartoons when you get hit in the head. And she's like, no, dangling from the rearview mirror before I got hit by a car. Uh-huh. And so uh, she's remembering things uh-huh. through hypnotherapy. I really thought this was never going to come up again. I know. Yeah. I'm so excited. And I wasn't sure if I hoped that it would never come up again <laughs> yeah. or if I really wanted to find yeah. the killer. <laughs> I just uh, wanted them to make a point of yeah. them going like, if we're not looking for the person who hit you in the yeah. car. <laughs> if it's not one of the gang, though, it's just... Uh, <laughs> yeah. You'll find out. All right. Who all knows? Right. Uh, Brenda... Uh, sorry. Donna is in the DJ booth with David. He's studying for his science classes. He needs to take all of these science classes at once so that he can graduate at the same time with the rest of the gang. And he might have to give up the radio show to someone else. And Brenda cues up a CD while they're talking. And he's like, hey, wait a minute. How did you know how to do that? She's like, well, I hang out here with you all the time. I kind of figured out some of the things here. Wait, Brenda does? No, sorry, Donna. I oh. keep I wrote down Brenda for some reason. Donna cues up a CD while they're talking, and 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 uh, David's like, "Whoa, that gives me an idea." And <laughs> wait a minute. So you're saying anybody can put a CD on? Yeah. So being a DJ isn't a skill at all? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, Dylan feels trapped, and he's talking about it to Brandon. While Kelly and uh, Brenda look on from afar, Brandon says, maybe they'll go for a timeshare agreement to Dylan. And Dylan's like, you know, I don't respond well to ultimatums, and they've kind of given me this thing. Who, who's it going to be on New Year's? And he's all like, man, I'm trapped. Steve is now arguing with that Joe guy because uh, they were in detention because of what happened, and Steve's upset about it or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Back at the Walsh's house, the dad is upset about his business clients wanting to get rich quick, which leads Brandon to ask for <laughs> some new skis, and the dad seems uh, tight with the money. Oh, new, new skis. Yeah, yeah, I heard some new skis. New skis. New, yes. Some new skis. <laughs> like, what is that? Hey, daddy give me some new hey, skis. Where's my new skis, daddy I need a couple buku bucks for some new skis. <laughs> yeah. I need some new skis bucks. from my best. Oh, <laughs> uh, I need to wheeze the nooskies <laughs> for my whistle. Yeah, I can't munch some grindage with the nooskies. Start some delectables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Fantastic. That may be one of the best things so wait, we've ever done. And so, dad's mad because his business partners want to make dad, money? The, <laughs> listen, this, is like the short, this was like the shortest one-sentence note, and now it's like blowing up. <laughs> The, the point of this scene is that Brandon's dad is going through some shit with some clients and he's like not really going to make it easy with the money and Brandon get just get the idea that Brandon leaves the scene being like, I wish I had some money. Okay. Yeah. That's the point. All right. So mom says to Brenda and Kelly some stuff about the Dylan situation. Kelly says maybe they shouldn't have given him this ultimatum and mom is like, well, you know what? My friend has a son from Princeton and he has a friend and maybe you guys should go on a double date with them. They're like, maybe. Mm-hmm. Princeton. What? Uh, Princeton. <laughs> David is now teaching Donna about how to DJ. Kelly is worried about a, the, is about that. <laughs> Kelly is worried about that double date, and Brenda is like, "They're Ivy League. Don't worry about it." 
Uh, and Donna... Yeah, Ivy League douchebags yeah. never date rape people. No. What's David teaching Donna about DJ? He's just like teaching First her... First you play a song. <laughs> then <laughs> if that you goes play, well, another, play another yeah. song. But not until her... the other song's done. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. <laughs> do not play the two songs at once. Yeah. <laughs> He's teaching her about like how to I do the I rarely ever do that anymore. Oh. The announcements. Oh, okay. okay. And the DJing and getting the songs between the announcements. And I, he's like, I wrote <laughs> Now the you. announcements. What you want to do with them is say them. Yeah. <laughs> but so she does her DJ announcement. And it starts off very awkward because she's nervous about it. Right. But she eventually she's Donna. turns it around and saves it. And oh. people seem to be kind of into it a little at the end. Oh. Steve. Cool. Do they show the people around school being like, oh. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and Brenda and Kelly like knock on the window and are like, thumbs up. Uh, at oh, the end. All right. Steve goes hey, to you his... you said something into the mic, <laughs> yeah. buddy. Steve goes to his Everybody car, and there's a carton of eggs on the top of Steve's car. Uh-huh. Uh, and he opens his car, and it's full of chickens. Must have been that Joe Wardlow. That's his name, uh, I believe. <laughs> I wrote down Wardlow. How, how many chickens? Uh, like, a, like a bunch. Are they alive? And the they're alive, are... and they like fly out, like jump out when oh, he opens the that door. That is an elaborate prank. The chickens are in his car? Yeah. Yeah, and With... then the guy, Joe, or whatever. Uh, is... Why are the eggs on top if they're bothered to put all the... Because he shows up, and he's like, eggs? That's weird. And then, and then he's like, none of them oh, are broken. chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because it's a cop out. Like, you see eggs, you think, did he egg my car? And then, nope, he just put nope, chickens Nope, he's just uh, filled it with chickens. Here's why. <laughs> so he bought... No, shut up. I have a reason why. <laughs> oh, okay. He then goes to Steve and he says, who could forget about the Hartley House chicken and the egg episode? Because that's the show that Steve's mom was yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so he's like a theme prankster. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, Steve uh, and this, this... is just like Seven, by the way. <laughs> Steve and this Wardlow guy go over to Wardlow's car, and it has NOS in it. And, the rapper? Uh, it, NOS. No, N-O-S. Nitrous uh, oxide uh, for speed racing. Right. And then he uh, opens up the hood, and it has this gnarly engine in it, and they bond a little over car junk. And then they plan to rip around in his car later. Brandon joins Steve, and they go meet Joe Woodlow. He reveals they're racing for money, and he needs a hundred bucks because uh, somebody that was going to spot him it dropped out. And Brandon is upset, but then like really quickly is like, "This sounds like a sure thing. I'm in it for forty bucks. It'll be uh, worth forty dollars in entertainment." Like on a dime is like, "What? What? This is racing for money here? That's illegal." I'm in. Oh, I love it because <laughs> I guess he needs the money. Uh, and then he basically bullies. He like really fucking bullies. Steven Newt. He's like, what, are you not going to do this? You like a wuss? Like, you got to do this. This is going to be great. Good. I feel like, uh, and we say this a lot, like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, uh, Bipolar Brandon is, he hasn't shown up lately. No. Yeah. So he bullies him into it. And then they win. Uh, Joe Woodlow wins. They make a bunch of money and they peel off because the cops come pretty quick, they say, so they take yeah. off. Yeah. And Brandon's That's what really, happens when you're racing for pinks. Yeah. And Brandon is very, like, jazzed about it. He's like, yeah, man, when's the next race? You got to find out. This is just like the Heavenly Kid. Yeah. <laughs> Are you my dad? Yeah. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> Callback. Uh, David shows up to the Peach Pit to talk to Donna about her DJing. Kelly and Brenda are there, and they're kind of deciding that they're going to go on this double date with the Princeton dudes. Uh, Andrea is listening in on Dylan telling Brandon that they shouldn't do any more of this racing because Dylan's like, I, I, 
I ran around with these guys doing races and like stealing cars and stuff when I was younger. It was a fix. You're going to show up next time. He's going to say, I need more money this time. It's even more of a sure thing. You're being fucking led along. He's like a, a pool shark, shark but yeah. with uh, cars. cars yeah. He's a car shark. car shark. Andrea jumps in and is surprised that they would even do that because she almost died of somebody hitting her with a car that was ripping around too fast and it's so too close offended. for comfort. Yeah. Right. At school, the Joe guy comes in and wants to race again. And Steve's not so sure this time. Donna is gabbing on her DJ show, and people are really into her banter about this and that. She's uh, just got a, a show now? Well, she can say whatever she wants in between the songs. Oh, okay. Uh, but Steve... Uh, sorry, not Steve. Um, uh, David's not happy that she's kind of going off the script. Uh, Kelly and Brenda talk about the date coming up. Brandon and Steve debate about doing the race again. The Joe guy wants $1,500 this time, and Brandon really wants to go in on it because it's a big Boku Bucks winnings <laughs> if they do. And Dylan warns him again about doing it. He's like, I told you that's what was going to happen. I hate it when Dylan does that, when he just like, because he used to drink and he used to he do used drugs to, yeah, and he used yeah. to do everything. He's so then 16. somebody else tries to do it. Yeah, first of all, so he was doing all his show when he was 12. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but then he comes in and he's like, hey, you know, I've done that. You shouldn't do and it. He even, it's like, just because fucking, like, he, like he's just a self-righteous well, guy. He just, even yeah. does like, it in a everything way. Everything is wrong, guys. I used yeah. to do it. He does it in a way where he says, like, if you want to go and play bad boy, Brandon, you can do it. Yeah. Like, he does it in a way that's like, you're, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, he's a, uh, he's a dick. So. I hate uh, Dylan now. Yeah, Dylan sucks. Now, yeah. Kelly and Brenda are getting, like, super dressed up fancy for their date. And they're all mm-hmm. excited about it. Princeton guys are coming. The guys show up. They're total nerds, you guys. One of them is Seth Green. What? Uh, and, it tur- awesome. and it turns out they're from Princeton, a, a high school named Princeton, not not <laughs> the Ivy League school. And it's a big confusion. And they're they going to dump them and be like, never mind. But the mom's kind of like, you can't not go out on a date with these guys that just showed up. So they have to go uh, on a date with these dweebs. Because uh-oh. their mom makes them. Yes. Because yep. she's like, I'm friends with... Uh, the mom of one of these kids, and you can't offend them. Oh, listen, girls, I realize that we got a couple of doggies here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you got to bite the bullet. Uh, Joe and the guys. <laughs> Just like Dougie did. <laughs> yeah. So Joe and the guys, uh, Brandon and Steve, they're waiting around a race, and the bad dude, uh, this like super bad racer dude shows up, and his name's Frank, and he's like an older drug dealer guy that like Dylan's like, I, I know that dude, he's a drug dealer. Um, his name's Frank. His name's Frank. Uh, <laughs> now the girls are at an arcade because that's where these kids took them on a date, and the nerds are playing video games. The awesome two-screen four-player X-Men game, actually. Which was fucking awesome yeah, game. game. The beat 'em up And then the girls go play this thing called Cosmo Gang, which is like a target like a target range kind of game where things come at you, like little monsters come at you and you have to shoot them. Yeah. Uh, and they do really well and they win a bunch of uh, stuffed animals and then they go take like a photo booth picture of themselves and have a little bonding moment. Mm. Oh. Friends being friends again. Hooray. Yeah. At the race, Brandon realizes that the guy they're racing has stars hanging in his uh. mirror. It's the silver muscle car. Brandon goes to get somebody while Steve stalls the rest of, it, uh, the rest of everybody so they can't start the race. Because it's going to take a while because there's no cell phones or anything. He's got to drive somewhere. Uh, so they stall a really long time, and then Steve can't stall them any longer. And then he demands that that he does the race instead of the, that Joe guy. He's like, I'll do the race. Right. 
So they're revving up to go, and he's stalling more and more and more. And Steve gets out of the car and then says he won't race because Frank's girlfriend is calling it. And he's like, that's not right. You know her. And the guy's like, why are you fucking, why are you, like, stalling so much? So Frank dares Steve to race chicken. And he's like, we put our cars in front of each other. We race at each Wait, other. Wait, did to race one of the chickens from yes. Frank before? <laughs> yeah. Race yeah. this chicken. <laughs> that it, I should be, it should be noted, those chickens are very fast. Yeah, I, I trained them. <laughs> No, and so he's, and then he calls Steve Colonel Sanders. He's like, "Will you Colonel Sanders or something over here won't race chicken with me?" And Steve's, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but again, sweeper. Yeah. yeah. Well, Steve's and like chicken related. Yeah, it's That's really it. he's really tied it all together. Yeah. There's there's some sweet levels. But Steve's yeah. comeback. It's like, what is this guy living in the 50s or something? And then Frank puts him in a headlock and says. Or no, I think maybe Steve puts Frank in a headlock and then uh, Frank gets upset and he's like, your mom must have slept with every producer in the city to get on TV. And Steve gets yeah. really upset yeah. and he's like, she adopted me when she needed it. I, I wouldn't have had a life or whatever. And uh, gives him the chicken finger. Gives him the chicken finger. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you got plum sauce. Yeah. Because I'm giving you a chicken Sweet finger. Sweet sour, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Steve agrees to drive a uh, chicken with his own car. So then we go back to the date, and the girls are thinking they made a mistake by giving the Dylan the power to choose who he gets to date, and they vow to never let any guy get between them again. <laughs> and they make Dylan date the two nerds. <laughs> Um, at the race, it's time for chicken. They take off, getting closer and closer and closer. And then Dylan shows up at the last second and drives in, in between the, the the game of chicken and just stares at Steve as they're barreling towards uh, Dylan's car to T-bone him, and they stop before it, obviously. And Frank is like, I guess the Prince of Bel-Air says it's over about Dylan, and he's all real mad about it. And then... Wait, was that a fresh Prince of Bel-Air No, reference? just because... Dylan is so well to do and whatever. Uh, so nobody ends up teabagging Dylan? No. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, all these cops show up and and pounce on Frank. They uh, they arrest him, and Andrea and Brandon show up, and Andrea gets to uh, confirm that that's who it is that ran her over, Frank. Um, uh-huh. uh, and makes the now confirmation. That I have closure. I don't it's really like it. unsatisfying. They yeah. take him away. Right. Uh, back at the Peach Pit, the gang is digging into some all-American comfort food, bros. Uh-huh. After this crazy situation. The cops knew about this Frank guy from some other crimes. Right. And uh, the Joe guy's there. Chicken-related. The Joe yeah. dude that like got them into this right. racing thing. Chicken Joe. Yeah. He's like... Here comes Chicken Joe. He's like, y'all are pretty lucky to have each other, eh? And makes a smile, and everybody else is like, yep, too bad you'll never be in another episode again. <laughs> or, so, or so I can only assume. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it for Chicken Joe? I don't know. I just they, they, they That's how this ends though. They played it out like he's here with the gang, but I was like, You're not the gang. Yeah. You're not gonna be here again, I don't think. But he's there at the end of the episode, like yeah. palling around with them. Did, and I was like, anybody re- notable play Chicken Joe? Uh, I can't remember. So basically the girl I'll wait, double check. I'll check. Sorry, right are we now. done the are we done the episode? No. Oh, okay, because oh. I was gonna say. Uh the girls show up with the nerds. And kind of bring them in, and we're like, "Here's the people that we were on a date with," and then they all kind of chuckle in the gang. The gang. <laughs> Look at those fucking nerds. Not in a, like like a that way, but they are kind of like like. It seems sweet that they brought them there, but they are kind of like, "Oh, it was nerds that you, you were dating," yeah. but they don't like riff them real hard. 
But they the, but they do show off the fact that they're yeah, and and the nerds. gang kind of asks the nerds about the date and chuckle about it all, and and the nerds are kind of like, you guys know some like real cool girls or whatever or something, and they're like, yeah or whatever. It's the honey I shook the kids guy. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Rick Moranis. <laughs> <laughs> no, the like uh, the kid from next door. Who's the uh, b- the nerd kid? Yeah, no, he's, that's um, oh yeah, yeah, the kid from next door. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ma- Matt Frewer's son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wait, who is Chicken Joe? Chicken Joe. Oh, Chicken Joe. Okay, well that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So now Donna, that, wait, that makes sense. Well, I thought he was one of the nerds, and I'm <laughs> oh, like, oh, I, I don't see that no. guy as one yeah, of the yeah, nerds. I right. see him as more of a uh, I don't know poultry related <laughs> character. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> um, we wrap this up. Donna is in the DJ booth, and she's like, yo, 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 I got a trillion watts of Mondo Music yeah, Madness, yo, yo. yo. Oh, my God. She's so dope. She's Rick D's hot. <laughs> and then she says, it's been fun being on the air, but I bet you've all missed David. I know I have. And she puts on a slow jam. She's like, I know it's a bit slow for the morning, but here we go. David shows up. I know and he says slow, but so's David. <laughs> David shows up and he's like, "You should keep DJing, and we should become a drive time kind of team." And uh, they do. Uh, uh. Brandon and Dylan and Steve are walking. <laughs> bag and meathead in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Brandon and Brandon, da- Dylan and Steve are walking around having a good time. All is well. Dylan goes over to his locker, and the photo booth photos of Brenda and Kelly are tucked into the little slot there, and and he looks at it and smiles, and he looks over, and they're there, and he walks over to them, and it fades out. Oh, my God. Please tell me he fucks them both all the time. Like, I want want it just to be this weird three-way relationship. No, well, they said we'll never let another guy come between them. They're probably just going to be friends. Oh, well, that's Uh, unsatisfying. Really? Hmm. I want and now you know something's going to happen. That's not good enough. And now you know what character that will never be on the show again ran over Andrea. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is that's so not cool. I really wanted it to be There was never any at guess. least there was never dad. there was never, you know, I know we talked a lot about it last week about whether they would reveal it or not, but yeah. I feel like there was never any real when you think about it question that it was just going to be some, some rando because yeah. Yeah. that's what they do yeah. Joe will probably never show again if no. Joe if Joe comes back in another episode because they had him at the end with the gang I would be so surprised yeah yeah the end. but if they if however he does come back and everything he does is chicken related this <laughs> this, becomes this will be my the best show ever show made. of all time yeah. <laughs> yep good old chicken Joe yeah Chicky J. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that is this week's 902 and Oh Yeah Relay. Uh, you can continue listening next week for the continued adventures of the gang. Case- Casey will have an episode. I right. sure will. Yeah. But for now, you can find us online at modernsuperior.com where there are plenty of other shows. As I mentioned, the Flight School episode about uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is up. Mm-hmm. There is new episodes of Let's Scare Matthew Price to Death. Super Zero are back at it and Sweet. more do over and and many others mm-hmm. go do that at modernsuperior.com not modern entertainment yeah and if you're that guy fuck uh, you take that fucking site down you piece of shit we'll get yeah. it down yeah we're gonna find a way Nature yeah we're gonna get the way. modern superior lawyers on this yeah because they 
exist <laughs> and, and are real. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? I can't uh-huh. stress that enough. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but otherwise, you can follow us on Facebook at SYNWPC or just type in See You Next Wednesday into the search bar or go to uh, twitter.com slash SYNWPC. Comment on the Modern Superior pages of all of our shows. And otherwise, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. Another episode into the shitbag and shot into space. Yep. Shitbag shot into space. Chicken Joe. Chicken Joe. (laughs) Hey, Cotton Eye Chicken Joe. (laughs) Cotton Eye Chicken Joe. (laughs) I believe it's Chicken Eye Joe. Chicken Eye Joe. (laughs) Where'd you come from? Where's the chicken? Where'd you go from? Chicken Chicken Eye Eye Joe. Joe. (laughs) (laughs) The presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.